0: All right. And we are live. The last word. Lord Cognito, Ibantis, Thai Guy Travis, fresh on that Thursday evening recovery of servers and other things. <laughs> Campfire. What let's not with Ibantis, the Cheetah. How we doing, sir?
1: Uh good. Watched a whole lot of things explode from far away on the internet. Uh between, you know, PDFs getting attached to PDFs and mods being attached to the wrong mods and you know yeah. just Between two things that I follow, Xbox, got to follow that because of my co-host Cognito here. When you do an emergency podcast, something's up. Middle of the week emergency (laughs) podcast. I know you and Maddie probably talked for like seven hours. That's probably a fun one to listen to later. I mean, I know when a podcast unlocked is two hours. That's when you know there's a lot to talk about. So Uh, Mm. I've been putting pretty much all my time into Eliza P. Um, Got the one new mission on Tuesday for Reset, which was... Uh, kind of cool, just hopefully there's a little bit more, but uh, Liza P has had my time. I'm in the final chapter, but as Travis very conveniently told me, that is not a short chapter, and currently getting my butt whooped by uh, the first boss in that chapter, kind of in between, Whoa. trying to, in between weapons, like trying to decide what to use, so it's like, not sure my build works the best, but... It's just a get-good situation. I know, I'm sure. She's the
0: easiest of the
1: three. It is funny, though, how in Souls games, when you play through, like, you and somebody else, like, dude, I had to struggle with this one. It's like, I one-phase that, and then they struggle with something that you one-phase. There's typically something that gets a little bit everybody, but... Here's um, how you
2: beat that boss. Equip the grindstone that lets you perfect parry everything automatically. And then when she does her fire of lightning at you, just block and it'll perfectly redirect all the lightning back at her. And but it, that's like, not the hard part,
1: actually. Blocking those, like, yeah. individually, that's not the hard part. It's just when she, like, starts going around and are jumping you like crazy. blocking
2: them, or are you perfect parrying them?
1: I'm perfect parrying and ricocheting them back on my own. That part's not that hard, yeah. So, it's more when she's on the ground you, flying around like crazy in second phase. I do, I think. I gotta check, so I've been messing with a little bit of those, but... Yeah, That's
2: um, just, it's just useful for learning movesets because you can just hold down block and perfect parry everything and kind of figure out the flow of attacks. It's a good one. But yes,
1: if you're looking for a Souls game, Bloodborne, Sekiro, Dark Souls 3, all squished into one, uh, it's a great game. It really is. There's a lot to it. A lot of, you know, kind of weapon customization, kind of stat choices and how you want to go. and Just some little tweaks, especially when you get into the skill tree, you really can lean into a play style that you feel is going to fit for you. Um, I don't know. I dig it. It's definitely a lot better than I expected it would be. I've had kind of a little lower hopes for some of the souls, and this one it was better than I expected. Travis's review was pretty spot on though. So that's off to that. That's what oh, I've yeah. been up to. Travis, what about you?
2: Um yeah, I'm doing a bunch of reviews. I finished my review of payday three. Ooh. Uh yesterday. I uh that game came out today, which I saw <laughs> really today. yeah um, which really annoys me and they had an embargo that was like uh we'll give you a code the day that it enters early access mm-hmm. and then you cannot publish a review about it until it comes out for everyone and we were like no <laughs> like, we, were, we were explicitly like, uh, "We're good. Actually, we're not going to agree to the embargo. We'll just, we'll just buy it in early access yeah. and then review yeah. it whenever the hell we feel like it." Mm. And so we did that. Uh, I, my review came out like the same day it entered early access uh, with a mm. score. So um, that was cool. I Was able to get that out. And uh, my next review is Lords of the Fallen, which Ooh. I should be having the code here in the next probably less than a week. Uh, we'll be starting on that. And then uh, just doing some previews, two of them I can't talk about. Their embargoes are still like over a week away, um, but some really interesting uh, indie games or smaller games at least. And then, uh, yeah, just been uh, yeah. trying to catch up on games. I need to catch yeah. up on Tears of the Kingdom. The new Cyberpunk expansion came out yeah, today. That yeah. I really want to try that. Um, and then I was playing Party Animals last night. Oh, oh. Our, our, that looks fun. Is it fine? It is fun. It's a very weird game and oddly extremely competitive for what it is. Like there are there are tryhards in that game. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. It's cute animals
0: get busy. Be savage. Uh, I love yeah,
2: it. and then uh, I I I didn't play Destiny this week, but I know that there's a new multiplayer map. Which if there's anything that's going to bring me back into Destiny, Ooh. new crucible
1: cool. map. Well, the maps there. I played that. The mode started. Day. I want to I think. play that. Yeah. I just I just want to see the map, bro. Oh, well, yeah,
2: Maps. it's there. Yep. Come uh, on. Was the last time we had a map?
1: Yeah, it's been a minute. Thousand days or something ridiculous. Yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll go I'll to man. You
0: know. Yeah, it's just been obviously busy week. Sleeping um, zero, um,
1: yeah. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, it's just been crazy. Obviously, we the the emergency podcast that you mentioned about all the leaks from Microsoft. We we did that. Obviously, find Duke that whole bit. As far as games, I'm still on Destiny vacation because of things that we will talk about that they told me it wasn't safe to come back mm-hmm.
3: just Yeah,
0: uh, Yes, yeah. so I spicy. said, oh, yeah. And I saw some clips and I'm like, yeah, I'm good <laughs> until that gets sorted out. And then there was some pushback. But as far as games, um, Mortal Kombat, man, I've been, I've been really loving it. Yes. I, I beat I beat, beat be- the, yeah, beat the entire campaign. I have thoughts. I mean... It's to the point with Netherrealm, it's not even close with other fighting games and narrative. It, it, they're, just oh, another, they're just on another level. It, it's, it's really. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I beat it uh, on Saturday, and the thing that struck me about it was how wholesome it is. Yes. The story. Yeah. The story is extremely wholesome, and it's a yes. Mortal Combat game. I was going to be like, this is the same thing
1: where blood and bones are shattering, and I've yeah. seen somebody get ripped oh, apart. Good. It like, is. Just but, dude, yeah. literally.
2: Every mm. time you think it's gonna take a dark turn, because that's what Mortal Kombat does. They find mm. a way to make it hell yes. wholesome. Yeah, and you're just like, what the? F- how did they do this? It's yeah. amazing.
1: It's such a it's good story.
2: dude.
0: Such a good story. And the thing is, if you're...
1: you or You need to sit your kids down and have them play Mortal Kombat to learn life lessons. I you're to learn life too. lessons.
4: Honestly,
0: <laughs> that's all you gotta I do, Melissa. Kid, you gotta just gotta, you just gotta yeah. let them watch. What? <laughs> Maybe
4: the life lessons I can get from that game, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. it so.
0: Everyone
1: it's apparently really good needs to play Mortal Kombat one to be a better human. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's
0: really it. good. And I, I love, the, yeah, I, lo- I love the fact that if you've been following the series from the beginning, there were some specific series callbacks mm-hmm. to older Mortal Kombats. Like one would be like, you know, Deadly Alliance, and you know, there, there was just Armageddon. There's so many things. If you're a fan, if you've stayed with this series, the, the the love letter and then also redemption arcs and certain things have been changed based on timelines but it's really good finish it knock that out and then i want to give a shout out to a little indie little love little, little indie game that i've been playing it's called fading afternoon a small team and it's kind of like river city ransom meets yakuza and it's like vicious. And the animation of this game is absolutely this amazing. Does not have wholesome messages this is not wholesome. This okay. is not wholesome at all. And um it, it's 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 hilarious. And I, I highly recommend it. the control's a little rough, but it's really, really good. And some of the best animations you'll see in like a pixel art kind of 2D kind of scroller martial arts kind of thing. So that's it. But E, we have a very uh patient guest e. It's listening to all us ramble. <laughs>
1: Alright, well welcome to The Last Word, episode number 265. This past weekend may have seen the biggest bug that Destiny 2 has ever seen, but Microsoft said hold my beer and pulled off one of the biggest corporate errors in real life the gaming industry may have ever seen. The past week has been rather eventful, to put it lightly, and we are joined by a true legend in our community to discuss all of this chaos. Our guest tonight has her brother to thank for starting her gaming journey. If PlayStation had a game with a fun protagonist, she was there. Spyro, Crash, and even Sly Cooper are where it all began. But between knife combat and Call of Duty, day one contest raids in Destiny 2, our guest tonight, no gaming content is too big of a challenge for our guest to tackle. But gaming has nothing on her real life adventures where her time in Ace Combat 4 was a bit of a future preview. So let's welcome one of our more badass guests this evening who recently got to hang out on the back of a flying Chinook helicopter, Seems quite comfortable in both uniform, and we thank you for your service, by the way, and cosplay, which I got to see in GCX in person. Getting great use out of her plus one intelligence and plus two charisma stats in D&D and in real life. And to top it off, she was on the winning team of the GCX Crucible Tournament, so she's got the skills to pay the bills. So let's hear it for the one and only Ballista Kitty. How you doing?
4: I'm doing great. I'm Little amazed I'm on a podcast right now. Never really thought that was gonna happen. <laughs> and I like your little addition to the plus one, like into like Christmas thing. That was a little D and D thing. That was pretty cool. Um, because
2: you are a tiefling, if I'm not. Yeah, I'm tiefling.
4: Did you see the the photo? Oh, you can see it actually or, here in the Discord. Speaker.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, I'm um.
1: A big tabletop player. It's like he so is a huge tabletop. tabletop. Yeah. Yeah. This one. Mm -hmm.
4: This was uh, last weekend. I went to a convention and it was a Comic Con, um, but there's plenty of like D and D stuff there as well. So that was a good opportunity. Um, That's how I wanted to look at the uh, GCX this year, but since I was like playing in the event, I didn't want to like paint myself blue and wear like a wig with it. So I had to like dumb it down to like
2: the other business or cosplay. You
4: know. I made it, I mixed it up a little bit. I just had my own hair and I had to take off the horns to put the headset on. Yeah, <laughs> I know for next time.
1: It was still dedication. You're up there slaying in Crucible mm-hmm. with your horns mm-hmm. on your head. I was like, this is impressive. Yeah, had little fangs,
4: and I was like, talking like, <laughs> <thanks>. yeah,
0: <laughs> doing your thing. I wanted to ask you from the beginning because obviously I see a lot of playstation one love and I have, a, I have a big affinity for that console so obviously some <laughs> classics that slide but there was one in particular that he kind of set up that it's it kind of to your future in a way ace combat i was a huge ace Combat fan i've never seen anybody like talk about it so like what are your memories of it and your attachment to that franchise
4: well i always put the games and brother had because it was his console his games and um just the the act of like flying around. I've always loved planes. The kid. I don't know why. Like fighter jets, especially. Like hearing them roar and the, the speed and the agility in the air. A couple air I shows. I thought that was I'm really hoping. cool. Oh yeah, I love air shows. Um, it's on my bucket list to ride in some fighter jet someday. Which is nice. it's a tough thing to do. So it's probably going to be in that bucket for a while at the bottom. But <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't really. I was young, so I didn't get to play through the entire game because the difficulty was a little much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, And even now, I have Ace Combat 7, and I, I got stuck at this uh, level where you have to just kill like, or destroy a bunch of like assets of mm-hmm. the enemies like in the sky, on the ground, but you only have so much like ammo and missiles and stuff. Sure. And you're timed, and I'm just like, I don't know how to hit all these points in the amount of time because like, there's a lot going on. No, you. That's and on I mean, ice for a bit. Super
2: brutal. Yeah,
0: yeah. I guess my follow up to that is um, besides like the action, you know, airplane type games, is like, does something like a flight simulator appeal to you, or that's just like too slow to, too like over <laughs> real, the top real to realism stuff?
4: I've been putting that off. I do mm-hmm. have a VR headset that I got from someone that was leaving a dormitory a long time ago. They're trying to sell it. And I was like, oh, I might use this Sunday. So that's just been sitting in the closet. But I'm sure I could hook that up to the PC and get Flight Simulator. And um, I have flown a C-130 in Whee! a C-130 simulator. And okay. I landed it twice and didn't crash. So okay. nice. would I actually be a pilot? No. But um, <laughs> it's, it's nice to know that I could possibly land one. Obviously, there's a lot more buttons to push than just like setting it down in a couple a straight couple on more. manner but yeah
2: I don't know. I don't I don't think it's that complicated. Harrison Ford can do it and he crashes all the time and he's fine. Yeah. He's doing all right. I had to
4: have my my co-pilot beside me press the brakes for me though because I was a little too short to reach it. I was like, can you get the
1: brakes? <laughs> <Wall>. <laughs> You're like uh I need pedal extensions in my jet fighter please.
4: I really did because I had to like hike the seat up as much as I could to see through the HUD. Oh, mm-hmm. so I was like looking at the HUD to see like where I'm landing, and I was like, "Can you get the brakes?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> never thought about that. Yeah, they don't they don't make those for all all sizes of people. So. That's why
4: there's there's a height requirement for that wow. job. Is you gotta got be tall.
1: Really? Is, the, is there a too tall or not so much? Or is that more for you like know, jets? I'm not
4: really sure. I never really had I never had to worry about no. that. <laughs> but, um, not, a, not a lot
1: of six eight pilots walking around the the aircraft carrier or anything.
4: I mean, I know the seats can move front and back, but I guess it depends on the airframe you're in. Yeah. Maybe the smaller ones, you're more limited on space, but.
0: Ooh, cool. Yeah. I had to ask you that. That was fun. Yeah.
1: So, how did you. Mm-hmm. We're already talking about it anyway. How did you get into the Air Force? Like, how, yes. did, you, how did that all hey. kind of come about?
4: Well, let's see. This was. Starting in 2017, um, I was working this restaurant job, and uh, this was kind of like a lull for me, like between being out a high school and semi in college and working a job, I didn't really know where I wanted to go in life, and I know I didn't want to keep working that job. like after a year, I was like, I was ready to get out of it. <laughs> like working with uh, people, like being your customer, that can just not be the best a lot of times, and um yeah, people suck
1: sometimes. Not, not, yeah, not sometimes. not our audience chat. You guys are good. <laughs> I'm just saying. There are some people out there.
4: Um, and I was considering uh, what kind of fields I wanted to do in college. I realized that biology was not for me. All the higher level math and, maths and sciences I was not doing well in. But I loved animals. So everyone's like, oh, you're going to be a veterinarian. But the, the classes that I had to take...
1: Uh, yeah, biology is going to be involved in that working. one <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little bit so
4: i was like what else do i enjoy and think i could probably do i was like i like art maybe i could mm-hmm. learn how to do graphic design or
3: mm-hmm.
4: i don't know that, that's just a big field on its own like narrowing it down to like video game stuff or who knows so i toured full sail university in florida and I it was really cool but it's expensive it's like $44,000 a year. And that was like then. I don't know if yeah. it's still the same or if it's more now. Um, and after I left there, actually, I talked with Hammy. He might have changed his name, but back in the day in the Destiny community, he was known as Hammy or the Hamburglar. Okay. He was in the Navy four years, and he was going there for filmmaking. So I met up with him and asked him some questions about uh, the GI Bill that you can mm-hmm. get in the military. Uh, that pay for your schooling. And S sounded like the path for me at that point. It's like, just do like four years in the military, uh, get that GI bill so you can get out and um, go do some more college and see your path from there. Mm -hmm. Um, I cried about it a little bit when I got home. Like, I was just sitting in my car because I had to think about, like, I got to tell my parents this. Like, I don't know how they're going to react
3: because
4: none of our uh, close family is in the military. So I was like... And I've been very comfortable at home for -hmm. all my life. So I was like, I'm just gonna like send it and go out there and just like it was kinda scary. How
0: was the reaction? How was the reaction?
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I go and I tell them they're supportive, you know, because my stepdad, he was in the army, so he he knows. Um so that's how it started. And now that I'm in, I'm not thinking about getting out to go back to school, I'm thinking I'm going to probably make this a career because it's mm-hmm. stable and you get to move around a lot and then you explore the world and it's just, it's providing a lot more for me than what I had.
1: Nice. nice. Are you allowed to talk about what you do or is that like kind of? Under talk a little
4: bit about it, yes. <laughs> um, so I'm a weather forecaster. Oh, so cool. I was in a tech school for about eight months learning uh the basics of weather and more intricate parts of it like uh there's so much to do with weather honestly um but you know obviously we got like fronts and stuff and you got um wwa's weather warnings and advisories that you put out Mm. um for lightning or too much rain tornadoes um no a few of those
1: yeah let's see so you got the fires i got the tornadoes you mentioned I Florida. A fire right now
2: well mm-hmm. here's the messed up thing it's not even a fire in california it's a fire in oregon but my i can't go outside right now oh all well, the smoke uh, the weather's so bad. oh because the, the smoke blew all the way down here
0: oh that's crazy yeah
4: so weather and there's so many different uh fields in weather you can do like kona support um, you can specifically work for a, um, like a weather flight, which focuses on a specific aircraft that you're forecasting for. And different aircraft have different limitations um, for certain weather elements. Um, you can follow the Army, because the Army doesn't have their own um, weather people. So the Air Force mm-hmm. usually goes in and helps them out with that stuff. So it's you got a couple different job aspects that you can choose from. Kind
1: of a discipline to uh, uh, kind of lean into if you want to kind of thing.
4: Yeah. Usually when you, you get your, your first space and you're working there a bit, doing your job, after a certain amount of time of working there, you can get the option to move to a different assignment. Um, whichever you're really wanting. Um, mm-hmm.
0: So Cool. Well, that's cool a lot of options and and, and flexibility there. I like to tie in <laughs> with that Air force for some reason. I like I feel like that makes you better <laughs> for some reason that, that, that connection. I
4: mean, uh we we specialize in office stuff a little bit more, you know, okay. like people call us the chair force, but it's it's a good life. It's a good life, it really is. No, they
0: did not call you out a chair force.
4: <laughs> they do, yeah. There's
2: a, the whole military is the chair force now. They're all flying drones. Even, even oh, yeah. the group on the ground are, are in chairs. It's,
4: yeah.
2: Seems like a good gig. It is. Yeah. It's
4: definitely better for your, your bones and your back and all. <laughs> You're yeah. outside, like, sleeping yeah. in the ground. I so. would have known
2: that, that it was going to be me controlling robots. I would have signed up, you know, because <laughs> I don't have the body for it, but... That sounds that sounds way cooler controlling because mm-hmm. I had the opposite situation. My whole family, was in the military. So instead of having yeah. a conversation about going, joining the military, I had to have a conversation <laughs> about how I was not going to do that. And they were like, you, <laughs> you're no son of mine. <laughs> you know, that was, uh, yeah, that was my, that was my, uh, that was my re- relationship. Mm-hmm. With it. I could see it. But so I didn't we know should... we were going to get to control RoboCops. That's way cooler,
0: much cooler. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, least I don't cool.
3: know about that
1: it's like we're not quite <laughs> there yet Yeah, when iron man starts flying around then we'll know we'll have entered the mcu and we're good so mm. everything will be great
0: so then we got the playstation and we transition into this destiny thing so so the brother still got the console and you're kind of watching and was it like the omni strike? strike what, what was the hook
4: so by this point we've moved on from playstation and we got into xbox Xbox ah, 360 is when he switched over. Ah, and he came
0: home. She's good. He,
4: he started not playing it bum. as much, but it was in his room, and I was like, "Let me buy it so I can like bring it to my room and start playing it." And mm-hmm. um, played a lot of Black Ops One on that. Ooh. And then through Black Ops One, I found a creator named Swiftor, and he oh, nice. would make a lot of YouTube videos of like custom games with his uh, viewers, and. During one of those YouTube videos, I saw like a little Twitch banner pop up. It's like, oh, he's live on Twitch. I was like, what's that? So I, I open up Twitch, and mm-hmm. at that moment, he was playing Destiny.
3: Mm-hmm. So that was
4: my first look at Destiny. Never heard of it. I don't know mm-hmm. how, but that was my first time.
2: Mm-hmm. And What, what year I, of Destiny was this?
4: 2014. So this was what's probably right November 2014, I think.
2: Okay, okay. That was a good um, month in Destiny history.
4: I yeah, was Pro in period the, of time. Glass. It
2: was a oh, yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. Um, so I kind of looked at the Twitch directory, seeing who was all playing, I saw Dames of Destiny, and I was like, oh, wait, that's like a, a just group of like girls playing? This mm-hmm. game is cool. cool. I want to be part of that. Mm-hmm. So I thought the game looked cool. I thought that clan looked cool. So um, I joined the clan before I even had the game. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> like, I'm
1: just in here.
4: Yeah, I want to be a part of this, yeah. Um so that Christmas I got the game and just ever since been playing with the the clan and then networking like through Twitter, Twitch, like talking with people through like Instagram and stuff and just been like getting into it and I've never mm-hmm. had that with any game. So because I've gotten so um oh what am I trying to say? Hang on. I lose my vocabulary sometimes. You good? You good? Cause I'm so like attached to it. I'm mm-hmm. There's a P word here. I'm trying to figure out.
0: Attached to destiny attached to. Like, games. I, en-
4: I enjoy committee? playing games where I'm playing with other people.
0: Right. So, I'm so that committee, at, yeah. like obviously. Social. Yeah. Okay.
4: Gotcha. I, I like the social aspect of it. And I never really had that before. Like, obviously, Black Ops, you got the chat in between games. and Ashes.
0: Oh, that chat is... That ain't that ain't the social aspect. <laughs> yeah. <it's> not, <laughs> that's, well, a that's a different
2: type of aspect. chat. That was voted, yeah.
0: man. Those were the... Lot, lot of- I, I loved
2: when games didn't have closed voice chat, you know? Were like you were forced? Where you were forced? You would just hop into a Halo 2 match, and all of a sudden, everybody would just be screaming in the lobby, and you were like, give me your huddled masses yearning to be free these are the people with a capital p my friends yes,
0: real, real men and women were made <laughs> in those lobbies with that right. that party chat had to be disabled and you had to interact yeah. or the post-match oh. call of duty you know whether it was like search and destroy or whatever it was and the losing team got a, it was, it was it was it was serious out there
2: mm. <laughs> yeah. Great, good times you either learn to shit talk or yes you just, you, you died <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you
0: died, a horrible (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You started remembering screen names vividly. But um, anyway, back to So you were
1: looking for something a little more on the uh, supportive social side, it sounds like. A little more Mm -hmm. weird. Huh? If you wanted a positive, (laughs) yeah, positive experiences online, they do exist, you just have to look a little bit. Hey, they yeah.
2: were positive. They were just not very welcoming, especially when, we Oh we my need to, god! I don't know if we <laughs> want
1: to dig into your psyche to understand what positive is there, Travis. So, <laughs> that's all
2: positive
0: problem. reinforcement for the
2: camaraderie. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a little <laughs> bit of light razzing. It's all good, but yeah, it's not not very welcoming to <laughs> everyone.
4: Yeah, I didn't have too much going on at that time, so I mm. was able to like get deep with the the social aspect and mm. really enjoyed it. But once Mm -hmm. I joined the military, then I had to like kind of step back a bit. Yeah. And I had to put time into IRL things, but
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm slowly
4: starting to get back into it. I had a destiny
2: friend do that too, where we would play together all the time. And then one day he told me, Hey, I'm 18. I'm joining (laughs) the military. And I was like, Oh man. And then I started seeing him a lot less. Actually, Mm -hmm. funny story. The reason he joined the army is because he saw an ad for it on (laughs) (laughs) IGN.com.
0: Really? Oh, <laughs> His, wow. I,
2: oh, my God. Because we have all those army ads. I don't yeah, know if you no, seen that on it, our yeah. site. And apparently he was just saw that one day and he was like, you know what? Maybe I should do that. And then I was like, wow, that actually worked. I feel for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the attach, you're guilty. you right? it,
2: it helped him, though. He has a great career now. So, I don't know. That's
0: what's up. So, so, you're doing all this. And then I guess my question for you is what... Obviously, you love the camaraderie. You love playing with people. That's a very social game. You can do so many activities together. But I guess what was the activities that you gravitated towards the most? Was it PvP? Was it strikes? Was it raids? Like, what was the thing that kept you the hook in to keep you coming back?
4: PvP was my preferred mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I also right. enjoyed partaking in raids and stuff if we had a team. Strikes didn't really hold my fancy that much um That's right it's good uh it doesn't change that much yeah, <laughs> you know definitely. um but also like in the in the dry season of mm-hmm. destiny content um mm-hmm. i love to play uh with husky raid because mm-hmm. i don't know if you've heard of them nice but they are very creative and they would make like they would choreography dance videos in destiny mm-hmm. and it'd be so much fun like i would just be like one of the extras you know like being one of the the people doing the dance moves and stuff and it would take hours to do that but i'd be you down for were it every time. There,
2: yeah. there were those youtube videos that would say like something saw weird something weird on venus, on venus. Yeah. That, oh that's them yeah, that's, that's her them raid. oh
3: yeah. i that's remember fun. them
2: those were awesome. Yes. I. And what's and, weird is that they stopped doing it after yeah. all the emotes came out. Like they, they made do with like no emotes back in the day. So and there's then, a reason what, for this. Okay, oh, tell me. What's the history? What's, what history?
4: So what's the lore. Back back in D1, we had this sword glitch where you can take away the weapons off your screen as well as your mm-hmm. head. Yes. So it made I'm for a really good camera. To film Mm -hmm. things, I've been
1: asking for one of those for 10 years. (laughs) Yes, that
4: doesn't really exist easily in Destiny 2. So they were like, Until Destiny, um, the the devs add um, some kind of uh, movie making mode, you know, yeah, or for that kind of thing, then probably not going to get back. Picture mode, yeah, that's like, yeah,
2: games now, yeah.
4: Um, but one of the uh, hmm, I think the main reason they stopped f- that specifically was for Destiny Cops, because Destiny Cops, they wanted that no-gun camera. But for mm-hmm. the dance videos, the camera was a Guardian, so you could have the gun uh, there.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I don't think there were any scenes where there wasn't a gun, because you're just the perspective of the Guardian witnessing something strange yeah. or weird. <laughs>
2: But, yeah, they, they stopped doing it, and, and I was like, man, I feel like now would be the perfect time to do it. There's so yeah, many there's dance a new, up. There's oh, a new there's like, emblem,
4: yeah. too, for Ruby of the Week, and I'm like, we got to oh, do it, guys. Yeah, we'll probably like...
1: be able to knock that one out,
4: I think. For sure.
1: Mm-hmm. But It is always funny oh. to hear everybody's different story of what piece of Destiny kind of hooked, hooked you in, or there's PvP, you know, Dames of Destiny, as you said, getting into stuff like... Dance videos and stuff travis or our guest next week um did a right kind of like live action little animation thing with iol guardians everybody did this like weird little like camera pop thing and then he added effects to it and
4: mm-hmm. okay
2: General, it, we got it movie is, the week with that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was like one of the I, most. I still rock that emblem.
0: Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chant chili cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
2: Yeah. It's, like one of, it's so. probably the rarest emblem I have, the movie the one.
1: Yeah, that's got to be one of them.
4: It's also my my vibe. I like the the purple and gold mixed. Yeah,
2: that's Ooh. the one I have,
1: too. Nice. But mm-hmm. so did you enjoy uh, Leviathan color scheme, the purple and gold, all over that one?
4: Ah, it's all right, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's more the emblem looks, right. looks fancy. It oh. looks elevated, like... I don't know how to explain it, but when you have the gradient
4: of the colors,
2: yeah, you kind of feel superior to everyone else in the (laughs) lobby. And that's really important to me. That does sound like something Travis (laughs) would want to make. That sounds like something that that you
0: value. value Yes. The
1: only man here in a tie definitely wants to feel superior to everybody else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, Rocking and rolling. Got that going. So then like, obviously you've been watching people, but like, what's the, then the transition to say, okay, I want to do content creation. I want to, you know, get into that bag? Like, what was the next step for that?
4: I don't consider myself much of a content creator. Mm -hmm. Um, I do a little bit of streaming. It's very sporadic. Um, It's mostly just to see some familiar old names pop up and be like, hey, how are you? Um, Mm -hmm. But it would definitely just be a hobby for me if I were Mm -hmm. to put more effort into it to make it look nicer. and have cool effects and stuff um it's just not my focus right now it's more of like a i also i bounce around a lot with the things that i do in everyday life like my interests like are always like rotating like shows i watch or activities i do irl so um i don't really have a strong uh content creating thing. I mean, but
0: you do get in front of a camera and you you broadcast to people. That that
4: takes yeah. something to
0: do that. It's something that I came and just say hey, I wanna, you know, just do that part. So like what just spurred it all? What was the inspiration just to do it?
4: How did I answer that question before?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: well it did get me into the... first I, time okay. you hit
1: first time you hit go live. I yeah.
4: think it might have been um, under the Dames of Destiny channel. Because yep. they would have different dames um, jump on that channel and stream different things like trials help and stuff like that. Maybe that's what I did. Okay. Um, I, It's not a core memory for me, the the first time I really did this, mm. um, I just saw it as an option and I was like, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's Never know. the best I got for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Shot, shot, you shot. Mm-hmm. I respect mm-hmm. it
1: it's honestly probably healthier to keep this thing this whole content thing as a hobby especially if you've got air force as a career that'll keep you moving Mm -hmm. and all that stuff going all the time so it's probably a nice balance to be like if i want to do it you know jump on people see the notification be like hey but it doesn't have to be anything that you feel like you're required to do. probably keeps it a lot more probably a lot more fun for you so when you do pop on you're like hey hanging out having a good time just chilling
4: yeah, I wouldn't want to make a schedule and then have to stick to it, even if I'm not having sure. the best day, you know, and put on, yeah. like, a facade. I'd rather play <laughs> when I'm in a good mood, you know? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I respect so open that. I want to, yeah.
0: I respect that. Um, I respect that. Cool. Eat. Well, uh, I am
1: going to say, the other thing I kind of wanted to touch on to help tee up Travis a little bit here, but uh, how did you get into your kind of D&D stuff that you do and then now into cosplay with the tiefling and all that type of stuff that how i got to see you this year at gcx all dressed up and then your pictures now but how you know was D just kind of one of those things you had your group of friends started or
4: i never put much thought into D growing up i didn't really know much about it um it wasn't until the military yeah. my very first tech school and some of my uh class buddies invited me to come play a session with them and i was like dandy i don't know that seems kind of nerdy <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, I am a nerd in I'm my like own like coming way. from the weather girl right. yeah, I know. yeah well this was before the weather this was for a different training okay. but i digress um i joined spent probably way too long making a character and figuring out the whole backstory business um our, our time there was long enough to play a good mm, part of a campaign. Like we killed mm. like the main boss of like the first part of it. Um, but Do then we all had a... Huh?
2: Do you remember the campaign? Was it a pre-con?
4: I don't remember if it was his own homebrew or not. But it was lizard folk as the, the main bad guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Sounds, if sounds if like one of from starter,
2: starter campaigns
4: because um, a lot of us were new like we weren't D players in any any right um so that's first time and then i was also told about a show called critical role so mm-hmm. in the downtime of not being able to play i got into watching that oh boy there's so much content so much hours of content to watch and like i have yeah they're huge Like, out of three campaigns, and one is going on currently, Um, and they're professionals, so it's very entertaining to watch and aspire to be like. Um, Yeah, so I played D&D at that tech school, then my second tech school, Um, and then now I have a session going on. It's really hard to get everyone together in the same place, so we don't play as much as we would like, but we try. Do you I like usually to
1: like to do it in person? Or do you guys ever do like Zoom call D&D or anything like that?
4: Um, we did a little bit of um, Discord D&D. Uh, I think that was when we couldn't do it in person. Um, 2021. <laughs>
1: Makes yeah. sense. 2020, 2021.
2: Mm-hmm. I
4: prefer in person because it's easier yeah. to see the map and everything.
2: Oh, yeah. But. Because you guys have a thing to Jenga and D&D my problem with uh with virtual tabletop is that uh if you're the game master as i am want to be uh it's really hard to direct your rp energy at any specific person because nobody knows if you're like looking at them so everybody you know the the performance mm. part is lost cuz you like say something and then everybody's kind of like is he talking to me you know, know. Somebody's, somebody's looking at their phone and, you know, it's oh, just, yeah. it's, you just you can't really get the same energy in the room, which I think is part of it. then again, I'm like a very much a story first uh, GM. So it's yeah.
4: Just we try to do part. story as well, because a lot of us have made really detailed backstories. So we're, we're in the thick of the, the story in that um, something we struggle with is playing the game <laughs> a lot of times we we like to talk about random stuff and it's like all right guys focus up <laughs> we only have so many hours here and we only meet up so often let's like get yeah. further in the game than we did last time
2: right that's that's every group i've ever been with if, especially if you guys are all friends everybody just wants to talk mm. and hang out and it's really easy to get sidetracked but yeah yeah
4: but it's fun and Another enjoyable part about it is we all try to, like, bring food or, like, cook and oh, nice. make dinner. So it's kind of like a little dinner party with mm-hmm. some gaming.
1: Dinner party D- yeah.
2: a- mm-hmm. con- in chef. Eat. I'm convinced one or two people at my table always are just there for the food. <laughs> oh, I believe hey, that. Hey, we get some
3: there,
1: then. <laughs> yeah, one or, two, one or two food moochers. Yeah, those are probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's hilarious. I love it. That's what's up. That's awesome. Have you have
2: been playing Baldur's Gate? Baldur's Gate 3?
4: Um. So I played the um, early access for a little, like a little, very minimally because I realized that I don't like playing all the characters by myself. I would rather someone else handle all the other characters' moves so mm-hmm. I could just focus on my own. It was overwhelming for me, but interesting. I love everything else about it, and I want to get more into it but I need to just like need, find like,
1: a co-op group now kind of thing.
4: Yeah. And that's yeah. just another difficult aspect about these kind of things is getting it, getting the enough people at certain times, enough times to get through yeah. it. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. I've heard people
2: it's significantly better post early access. And the fact that you can play with a full co-op group where everybody's controlling their own character and you only have to worry about yourself is definitely an advantage. Mm-hmm. I'm the opposite though. I want to move for everybody, you know, I wanna just I, just, I'm not, it's too I hate much having fun. to wait for other people to make their decisions, especially if you're playing with somebody who's indecisive and they're like taking a million years to do it. I'm just I'm go. the indecisive one. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Oh, guilty. Uh oh. Uh-oh. oh man. Yeah. Literally when I played I played um Divinity Original Sin one and Two with my fiance, and she is also indecisive. So I would make a move and then I would pull out my switch and I would play a different game. Yep. 20 minutes for her to make her move like that was the level it got to i would just be like i'm playing two games because i can't just sit here and watch you
4: <laughs> you beat you
2: like
1: 100 percent
2: she's, Breath a, of the she's wild. a
4: tactician she's got to be sure this is the best yeah. possible move she can make
2: yeah i know she's just it would, oh man and then she you're, you're really in trouble if she's playing a summoner because then she'll summon creatures and then she has to make those creatures moves mm-hmm. as well oh, so man. you know she'll I summon two spiders. All right. Well now that's 20 minutes per spider for you to make one move. And <laughs> just like, I would look up and I would have forgotten what even was happening. Like I'd be like, Oh, it's been like an hour since I moved. It's Jesus. like so where where were
1: we? Yeah. I can't it's like remember. it's like the next episode on TV. Would you like to see the recap of what just happened? You're like, yes, it's yeah. been too long. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Previously on the last move in the same combat.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. I
4: imagined it's like she's playing chess in her mind. She's like envisioning if I move here, what will this character do? And
1: yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think through like way that. too many things.
2: I wish yeah. w- I wish it was like that, but I honestly just think it's like the paradox of choice. She's the type of person <laughs> where like if you if she'll find the right, she'll be like I need all this stuff and she'll find it. That's the perfect thing. And then she'll keep looking. And I'm like, you already <laughs> found it. Why are you looking? I'd be like if you lost your remote and you found it and then you just like kept looking for another 30 minutes. I'm just like just be happy you found the thing you needed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, all I can tell you from just kind of checking at your Twitter recently. Um never had heard of Tom carty And I saw the, amazing. and I saw the perception check little video, and I've watched that multiple times.
4: It's so good. Of like <laughs> and I don't
1: even play. Like I don't play, but I know I understand enough of the concept that I laughed out loud, literally just chuckled. So I'd go like mm-hmm. it's literally T-O-M-Y-C-A-R-D-Y perception check. And it if you have any reference to what D D at all, that one's hilarious. And then I saw another one on Pluto and I was just like all right, this guy's got some skills that was pretty damn funny and then all i, I sent it um, i send it to travis he's and he's good. like i have his albums i'm like of course you do but yeah <laughs>
2: he's awesome yeah it, i'm i like that's comedy music is like the only music i listen to yeah. so
4: is that my discord make can y'all hear that
1: No, nope, i don't hear it
4: okay you good good
2: i do like your mic by the way it looks like a robot from star wars
4: This is a blue snowball. I've had it for years. (laughs) Probably need to upgrade, but here's the thing,
2: though. I think my buddy Mark Medina uses a snowball, and his audio for voiceover sounds better than mine. And I use a shore. Oh wow, yeah, dude. I use like a six hundred dollar mic, and he bought his for like fifty dollars. And he'll send me audio, and I'm just like, how the how is yours better than mine? I don't get it. (laughs) I'm honestly convinced that if you want to use a shore and actually get the most out of it, you have to a put like hundreds of dollars into others accessories to make it like good
1: and And you have to know what
2: you're doing dude yeah Yeah. like my equipment is maxed out and my audio quality even on like this podcast it bothers me it's not as good as it Mm. should be
1: well it's like you are at
2: 200 on discord right now so you are Uh i need to hire someone because here's the thing If I didn't ha- I have an amp thing connected to this that increases the volume of this mic. Yeah. If I didn't have that on, you wouldn't be able to hear oh, me. Oh no, at you all. have to on those I type do of not links. I don't yeah. understand what the like why are Yeah, I just I bought a, a a mic that is far beyond my uh expertise to actually get the most out of and it really bothers me. I well,
4: have very limited knowledge on audio stuff and I know I should have like some kind of barrier or something on the oh, microphone. Yeah. pop filter? But, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah but- Maybe mine like, has like some internal this. feature that I don't know about, but I don't know.
0: Get old pop it.
1: Yep. All right. Well, we are about 50 minutes into this episode, and we should probably talk about this game that we play. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, honestly, that's part of the fun of, you know, just getting to know a guest and catching up, and then we had D&D involved, so I knew Travis was going to have to talk about that anytime that comes up, so it's fine. Of course. Part of how it goes. Um. So I wanted to ask you guys, When you saw what was going on this weekend, waving hands for the Destiny talk right now, so we're here, we made it, Um, what were your reactions when you saw what was actually happening this weekend, when you're like, this sounds weird, and then when things actually, when you saw a video, because the first one was me, somebody sent a video in our Discord, and I was like, sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to, anybody want to explain what happened? You want me to kind of give a quick recap?
0: I mean, you can re- re- yeah. re- kind of know what Basically, happened,
1: like, re- re- yeah, if you were living under a rock for the past, what, week now, I guess, over the weekend for Trials, uh, the Igneous Hammer was up, so everybody's ready to play in Trials. Well, kind of right around that time, or probably a little before that, I think it was probably right around that time, it was like Thursday night, I feel like, people realize, I don't know how people figure out these bugs sometimes, that you could craft a weapon that has the intrinsic properties, like the frame. Right. But then put it on another weapon. So the most popular one was like the Ammit auto rifle. So an auto rifle fires, you know, 450 or oh, yeah. 600, 450, whatever it is. Yeah. Shoulder. And then you can slap on the ability for it to fire, like, the spread of a shotgun. So an aggressive frame shotgun. And the best part about the aggressive frame, because everyone was doing, like, imperial decree to put it on there. When you would get a kill, it would fire faster. Now you have an auto Ooh. rifle firing a shotgun, like the spread of bullets out of an auto-rifle as fast as auto-rifle fires, and then when you got a kill, it would fire faster. That was one of the more popular ones. People were combining stuff all over the place. You put, like, Osteostriga with the Ikelos s so you've got the Necro and the Volt shot going on. Ooh. And people were just trying to break the system. I mean, I got one to work, but so I got, like, the auto-rifle kind of thing, same thing with the shotgun. And the idea was, like, if you could run... Like kind of slow down the computer enough it was usually more reasonable on computer if you could slow down your processor enough to be able to kind of like click a couple times while you're switching frames you would be able to combine stuff i mean the one that i know that was a couple that were crazy i know like the three burst fusion rifle mm-hmm. people put the shotgun on that one so it's like fire and forget uh the craziest one i think i saw was the shotgun put on planet stride the machine gun they were okay. just wa- marching through a Grandmaster Nightfall with just a minigun. And then they had mulligan on it because then wow. they would go to reshape and get the perks on there. So if you have mulligan on a shotgun, then if you missed any bullet of the shotgun spread, you would get ammo back. And you could get infinite ammo on a, on a, basically a minigun now that's shooting shotgun. And they were just like in a Grandmaster just, and just melting everything they saw. So, I mean... And then this was also in PvP. People run around in PvP with these weapons, just like <laughs> spraying around corners and ricochet bullets, and it was just an absolute chaotic, crazy nightmare. And this was when Igneous Hammer, the gun that is back this season, everybody was hoping to get their hands on.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: that is the gist of what happened. Now, any things you guys saw, stories, avoided, you know, peeked at a couple fun clips. What did you guys get out of this weekend? Mm-hmm.
4: Completely sad. avoided it.
1: Yeah. Stayed away. I, I
3: did
4: not I play. play
2: yeah, I was mm-hmm. busy with other stuff while this was happening, but I was just like happily watching it all happen. Because when stuff breaks in Destiny, it's the it's the most fun time. Yes. I was just cool to see everybody's weird nice. concoctions and craziness. And I was not, you know, trying to play trials or anything that weekend, so I was just sort of sitting back and watching. And I was like, ah, oh, this is this is peak destiny right here and also and also seeing all the bungee people being like we need to fix this they were sort of they were on twitter like just being like uh oh this is not good it was very funny so that's
0: hilarious yeah Yeah, just kind of stayed away I, i i saw what was going on and i'm just like i'm seeing the combinations people are coming up with and I'm like, there was a part of me that was tempted to hustle. <laughs> and I was like, ah, this might be a good time to get in there and get some rage clips or something. Oh no, but then, no. yeah, the only thing is I was seeing PvP and I'm like, yo. And I want Igneous and I want a lot of that trial stuff. And I'm just like, I cannot play under those conditions. Like, I would be so frustrated getting one shot or whatever it is from all types of crazy situations. So that's it. Look, it's going to be a fun time. I think my guess is we'll probably get... An emblem similar to what like the um what is it permit lord of wolves had one time yeah, and then laser tag, legs, with, yeah, laser laser tag, tag had Precious, a run yeah, yeah so, so my guess there'll probably be some emblem commem- commemorating this craziness <laughs> that is going on and uh yeah we, we, we gotta see what's going on but this this was by far the biggest bug i've ever really seen from them and then a uh, subsequent bug with like server stability and you just kind of sitting around and not going in and then i saw you i think it was you you had like a thumbnail with like baboons and weasels and, oh, and all somebody, the air codes
1: yeah it was not me but somebody had like destiny and it was just like of all the air codes they had pictures of like a baboon and a coconut and a <laughs> uh, current and whatever yeah, They just had the actual like pictures of those things and it was like destiny for
0: yeah the um, final shape with yeah, all the animals yeah exactly <laughs> So I, th- I thought that was funny. But look, it, it's a time. I am curious. That's what i was gonna ask you, because obviously you, you you're more knowledgeable about what was going on. Like I was curious that because I'm like, how are they going to handle? Right? Is this question, gonna now. Yeah, like is this going to be because I think one time we got that system rollback, right? And it's like, yo 24 hours, you can't do anything. Like, are they gonna let us run rampant? Do they consider this an unstable situation? Or is it like, you know what? You got us. Have fun. Do what you got to do, and then we'll figure it out. And it seems like they went a little bit that route.
1: Uh, yeah. So, I mean, for me, that was why I didn't touch it at first, which is why I probably we're, you know, veteran Destiny players were like, all right, I'm going to stay away in case Ooh. they do, like, a rollback or in case they do some, like, server that's shutdown. Was- you don't want to be in the middle of anything. I mean, it's like, yeah, that's why most of us did. And then they came out and were like, Destiny 2 team was just on Twitter, said, have fun. <laughs> we're going to let it go we're not going to do and when they said we're not going to do a rollback then just i mean i think amit the auto rifle had 20 percent or more of the kills i'd have to look at the trials report oh but God. trials had um like a what
0: re- was it doing to people in trials like what was oh, t- what
1: i mean it instant melts you and then if you can get one kill it's firing even faster so the amit ar2 had nine million kills and it was 37 37 oh of the kills this weekend
0: jesus there Blade. goes the immortal
1: <laughs> oh yeah i mean for a day then you had prodigal return because that was uh, i was watching somebody mess around with that and they were mm-hmm. using prodigal return and when it would explode it was the grenade explosions but as a grenade but then if you have mulligan on it and you like double the perks then you could have another grenade to fire so oh Scarrow was the one doing that he was bouncing a couple of them mm-hmm. around corners and stuff so jesus yeah it was It was ridiculous. So I was like, when they said fair game, they said, as long as you are like not network switching or network manipulation, you're not going to get banned. Okay. So They kind of gave the the blessing to say, go break our game, have fun this weekend and, you know, Mm -hmm. go forth and cause chaos. Mm -hmm. Uh, As for the connection stuff, they actually did come out yesterday. It was yesterday Mm -hmm. or today, even. uh, And they mentioned they'd been under DDoS attack. I don't know specifically Why? Uh, But they did actually admit it. They had been, their servers and stuff had been under attack. That's why there was server instability and stuff like that. Kind of it was around reset time on Tuesday. And I think still even some people on Twitter are saying it's a little bit right now, but they're dealing with that kind of stuff right now, it seems Mm. like. So normally they don't want to acknowledge it, but they still want to tell the player base why it's going on. Mm. But that was one of those things. I went to log on and reset and be like, oh, okay, cool. Had the patch, whatever, you know, we're Mm. alive. Let me go see what's going on Mm. with the story i kept getting errors couldn't even go to the helm just nothing wow. would work so that's why i was like wow. i went to go row in the other room got a yeah. little work out, and still been working on liza p and that was why for me it was tough because i was just like i just want to see what's going on with the story i'm not even like streaming or really recording yeah i eventually got that video out for the little puzzle mission that we have this week which was kind of cool won't be curious what mm-hmm. to do with that but no i mean that's kind of one of those it was she still is going on some people are like yeah, yeah. the that's so server
0: stability still a problem
1: yeah some people are asking it's like hey do you want to do raids and they're like yeah server is a little rough right now so i mean it's like it's just mm. kind of in a, in a tough spot right now but I, what i wanted to ask you guys is just thinking about like weapon combinations and things like that because some were easier because you'd have to like you'd click and then tab over and click and some were easier to accomplish than others but if you could just like mess around and combine and what really got crazy is some people are combining exotic perks like dead messenger and other things um What would you guys like to see some crazy combinations that are probably a little busted, but you'd kind of be curious to see what they would do? So each of you kind of curious, think of like a weapon or two, like, you know, whether it's an exotic or you just want to see like two weapons that, you know, it was just even legendaries coming together were causing chaos for a little bit. But if you could throw an exotic in the mix too, what would you guys like to see? I think somebody put Volt Shot on a bow and they figured out why, because that just basically turns into Trinity Ghoul.
4: Should they mm-hmm. put that
1: on a legendary bow. That was well, That's one thing I keep waiting on. Because they were like, point of the stag, came back in Iron Banner. And they went to go mm. look at the perk list. I'm like, give me vault shot on a bow and I will use that thing like crazy. They won't do it because of what I saw. <laughs> yeah.
4: Thinking about bows in particular. Um, maybe if they added more trick shot arrow types like, to a bow. I don't know. I'm thinking of like... Uh, Hawkeye, or something, how it always had like different, oh, different arrows. Kind of arrows. Yeah. yeah. I think it has to be a bow-specific thing, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe something that, like, you shoot it and it moves like an arrow, but then at a certain point when it hits a target, it releases like a, a roped, like, with two, like, knots at the end and, like, twirls around and, like, encompasses them. Yeah. Maybe, like, jackal, a jackal. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I never really thought about that, but bow was the first thing that came to mind.
1: If we get a strand bow ever, which I feel like at some point we might, that'd be kind of an interesting thing. That sounds mm-hmm. like a strand effect, yeah. It uh, definitely
0: sounds strand. Yeah, that sounds yeah. shackle grenade effect post like bow shot with the green. That'd be kind of cool. I kinda yeah. like kind it. of like it.
4: Yeah. That immobilizes them, maybe adds mm-hmm. a little bit of damage as well. Or mm-hmm. weakens them somehow. Just do all the things.
1: I want you to weaken yeah. them, Be on fire, <laughs> jolted. And then also just suspended. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any any fun combinations? Do you want like, you know, if you could pair like Sunshot with Crimson or something like that, Mm -hmm. where you get like the fiery explosions, but then if you get a kill, it reloads Mm -hmm. itself and you get healing. I mean, any fun, weird combinations?
0: Just, I always think about Eyes of Tomorrow and I feel like it should be so much better. I know they buffed it recently. Yeah. But like you know, obviously some, get a little inc- incandescent action, a little going on with that. Something I don't know because it's like you shoot it and then you shoot it again, and it has that what is it ordinance thing or whatever it is. But I, I was something really destructive for that wait that you have to wait for all of the the things yeah. that you know to happen. So I just want some extra little perk. I think that that would really set it off for me. I said everything else. I mean. I can't really think of anything, everything else. Like, the only, you know, my weapons, I, I'm pretty much the same. It's like Sleeper, you know, my favorites were like Lord of Wolves. Um, to me, I just want like some 3.0 perks with a lot of that stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? And um, I'm having fun, but nah, I'm, I'm, I'm a simple man. I don't, I don't have too many crazy requests. What about you, Trav? Anything, anything wild you can come up with? I don't have anything crazy.
2: I just want to combine Tolesto and Gallerhorn, and I don't see a problem with that.
1: <laughs> um yeah, yeah. for one, I think Destiny 2 would just shut down. Uh and then two, oh, man. Your Telesto and
2: interne- in anything really, but Telesto and Gallarhorn, especially.
1: Your yeah. internet might just instantly crash at that point. I think that's I <laughs> think that's what happened. <laughs> I think if Destiny I, would call the, the I want reverse the wolf cable. Pack
2: rounds, mm-hmm. The Wolfpack rounds to also be the Telesto uh <laughs> timed explosives you know oh, so they like all spread attach, sp- spread attach and then explode yeah exactly well, that's yeah. very
1: logical um yeah i mean there's e? E? you i mean i watched some of this stuff this weekend i mean watching a mini like basically watching a minigun fire like a shotgun was kind of a bit bonkers just to watch somebody melt just absolutely melt um, mm-hmm. it was the highest battleground on europa I mean, you see mm-hmm. like oh, the spawn in, it, it's just about as fast as it spawns. Just, just, I mean, it's what I picture one of those, like, you know, presidential motorcade minigun capabilities. Those things are just, I mean, absolutely bonkers to watch and look mm-hmm. something similar. Um, Insane. Yeah. I mean, I think that just combining frames that you wouldn't normally see fit. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to see something to where if you did like a grenade launcher, but then when, I kind of like your Galahorn thing, Travis, but if you fired like a heavy grenade launcher, but then it would be like one that you could hold down, and then when you release the trigger, it would be like an explosion, and then the wolf backgrounds rounds would come back and like kind of mm. clear adds. Uh Even, what is it, Dragon's Breath. I've seen some cool stuff like that come back mm. in. But it'd be really cool if it was like as the entire time it traveled, it just like dropped like napalm on the ground behind it, and then mm. the explosion was bigger than we remember. Just... Stuff like this shows you that the game has some really cool stuff in it, and I know obviously it's balanced as best as they can get it. So PvP is reasonable and absolutely not broken. I mean, it's never going to be perfectly balanced, but it's you know you got to have a challenge in the game. But it is this is one of those moments where I'm just like take all the limitations off every soft, so and it's like it reminds me of like Rainbow Mode in Destiny One or Rainbow whatever that was when everything was cranked up. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Like End of Destiny One, Age of Triumph. I feel like it was everything was buffed and it was almost I like ma- it was almost like mayhem but for like pve hmm. kind of like that and it was just wave frame rocket yeah there you go
3: i uh, don't remember i don't remember this somebody thing, in
1: chat tell me i'm not crazy there was something like every like all the buffs instead of just like or all the damage types were buffed or something it was there was something that was kind of like that but just to see them like lean into it a little bit more because I know we have Mayhem in PvP and everything else in PvE is so balanced. Every soft so and Rainbow Burn on Nightfalls. There we go. I'm not totally... Okay, okay. Rainbow Postinated. Burn, that's what it was. All right. um, but just to let them, you know, let, you know, infinite heavy ammo and supers recharges just be like, just go blow stuff up for a little while. Just have fun. <laughs> have a PvE, blow everything up for a little while. It's just kind of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not for you. It's interesting. They let, they let it rock. They let it rock, so... Yeah, uh, I, I thought that was uh, kind of a fun decision, too. It's just like, you know, they didn't, they didn't go super bandhammer and, and crazy. Because and, my main concern was the disabling. When you start getting into the weeds of disabling perks and weapons, then it gets tricky. And I was worried if they would affect anything else that, that was legitimately okay. So,
1: Yeah, I kind of want to give them credit on that, actually. Because yeah. yeah, while there's, like, you know, server issues going on right now, and I think that's stuff that's just their fighting. I think the fact that like the whole game like still kind of functions with all of this weird stuff going on. And then they were able to hatch it to where, you know, certain frames weren't available and there's still a few things, but I mean, they're getting all these like server fixes and stuff going on that managed to keep the game going in the middle of kind of a lot of chaos. I actually wanted to give yeah. them credit on trying to find workarounds that just didn't shut the game down. Right. Excuse me, let you play and all that type of stuff.
4: What I saw on the Twid, when they were explaining how they went through the process of looking at all the different combinations, it seemed very complicated and time-consuming, like, looking at every weapon combination in order to then send someone to the weasel screen if they were starting to make it. Mm. That's a lot of weapons in a game and perks to run through to figure out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that whole... Yeah, if you want to see what they went through in the past, like working overtime, a bunch of different teams, testing, as you said, the, and the fact that finally they've got it to where if you make the, you kind of go out of bounds, you make an illegal mm-hmm. weapon, contraband, per se, since we've been playing Starfield. <laughs> we got contraband <laughs> weapons in here now. Um, yeah, if you try and do that, you're just going to get kicked the orbit from crafting, and it's like, they did that in about a week, and that's actually, I, I wanted to give them props for... Everything that they went through trying to manage this live, you know, it's like they're still doing live service stuff, and we never know how many people are working on what. But just handling this and kind of a and letting the game still live. Yeah, I was yeah. I was impressed.
0: Absolutely, this was definitely not easy to deal with, and it affected the game on on a, on a massive scale. So, you know, one of those moments where 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 were we when it happened? Yeah. yeah.
1: And then Prescott Non-game. had a, not game. Yeah, I was watching, getting my ass yeah. kicked in Liza P. Um, no, Prescott had a good point though. It is okay. interesting to see how well the game actually handled all these busted weapons. Mm. I mean, you had Mulligan on like a machine gun shooting shotgun shells, and they always talk about like the kind of tech limit where perks may or may not work. And I'm just kind of going, I know they've been working behind the scenes on a lot of systems and stuff to kind of keep things fresh and maybe this is like kind of a weird stress test where they're like, we threw a lot at it and the game didn't totally shut down and break. Maybe we can mess around with things a little bit more or do a few different, hopefully they can. I mean, I know Mm -hmm. they probably test, you know, limits of things without going crazy with the power creep, but Mm -hmm. it is, it was interesting to see how much actually, I mean, there was some that were like grenade launchers going out of auto rifles that had like no velocity. So it was just like, boo, boo. It was like this little, like, barely came out of the barrel of the gun and just like fell out. Uh, some of those looked a little ridiculous. Um, there was one, I feel like somebody fired rockets on top of rockets, and they just, like, they fired it. That actually did crash their game, basically. Right, what happened? It's, well, I mean, it was just like somebody's like, I've never seen this many rockets. You just see, like, and then it just goes to orbit.
0: Oh, damn. Yeah,
1: there was a moment where, like, they did kind of find the limit of multiple explosions <laughs> hitting at the same time, too many stuff all over. It was... Um,
0: Nobody had any like crazy boss clears, like you know, like no, fight. I mean bosses
1: were being destroyed.
0: Destroyed. Yeah, like that's Absolutely. what I like. I like No, no. I mean yeah,
1: you picture the
2: Grandmaster. The pictures... Grandmaster runs were more impressive because that mm. was just like Grandmasters were like a joke in some of those runs I saw online the clips. Oh yeah, funny. and it's
1: a battleground, which is not yeah, I heard this is like of the mm. battlegrounds, it was a bit more manageable, still battlegrounds aren't easy. And Ooh. then, yeah, they're just absolutely mowing through them. Man, GM boss yeah. last week was a cakewalk. Yeah, cake just, go, um, oh, okay.
0: People just eating. So, then, and then the last question is: th- now, the rumor I, I heard they did
1: Crota with no oversold, just damn melted, Absolutely melted. melted.
0: So, so the rumor I heard is that when I guess there was a soft rollback, and then like some people were like, hey, my weapon still works, though. It ain't, I'm, you know, I'm still in the clear, right? But I, the rumor is that. The DDoS, as a a result of certain people angry that they would lose these OP (laughs) weapons. I don't know if if you're going to buy into that or
1: not. I mean, it's broken. It's going to get fixed. Like, that's not going to be a permanent thing of the game. Be like, no, I made my crazy weapon. No, you broke the game. That's not going to stay around for a while. Mm Um. Yeah, I mean, if you're sad about that, then I'm sorry. Yeah, you're not going to get to keep your broken thing. and be like, I want to have, like, the god weapon in Diablo 4 and just run around and melt everything at level 100. It's like, you're not going to do that. Eventually <laughs> going to get fixed. Now, Huxney actually has a very good point. Um, What's that? Achievements. There was a lot of... One of the things this weekend came about, like hey, I went solo Flawless in Trials for the first time. Did you do it for real? Hey, I soloed a dungeon. Well, did you do it for real? Now everybody's like, you know, they they want all these triumphs to have like caveats or an asterisk or something. Oh, they want the asterisk? I mean, that was some of the... Because some people were like, why are you guys so mad? Some people were mad that people were using this bug. I mean, content creators were talking about, you know, they're going to do it. And like... (laughs) Yeah, like, and some people were truly getting upset at this—the fact that—and I just kind of wanted to get your guys' take. Like, there are certain people who care and certain people who don't. But what do you think about somebody who's like, you know, if you if you worked for your solo dungeon clear and you did it solo flawless, and then somebody's like, "Hey, I did it too." It's like, well, did you do it the weekend of September seventh like sixteenth? Do I need to put a little like, you know, do we need an alternate one? <laughs> it does like, not well, count. Yeah, <laughs> like, do you guys care? Do you think that's one of those things that? Like, does it take some of the weight out of the Triumphs? Does this do something for Teddy? So now he knows all of his stuff is just, you know, a little less valuable. Like, do you guys have any care about this at all or thoughts? I was just curious. Listen I have a
4: little thought. thought, yes. So yeah. I've never been able to solo clear a dungeon before. I also mm-hmm. play on a hunter, so I'm kind of making it worse for myself. Um, but I, I did think about mm-hmm. maybe getting on and using like a, a weapon crafted in a manner and just seeing how far <laughs> I can get. Um, just wanted to see if it would be possible my hunter to do that, but mm-hmm. I ended up not playing it at all. So, oh, okay. but I did think about it. I considered.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you, do you want the asterisk on people's names who have committed, <laughs> mm-hmm. who have done these things with a, uh, these enhancements? How do you feel about that?
4: I don't have a strong opinion on this because I know no. it is a big deal to some people. And achievements shouldn't necessarily be a handout, right? They should have mm-hmm. a little bit of difficulty to them so you can feel like you achieved it.
3: Mm.
4: You know? But, again...
1: feel Eh. Like, <laughs> like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's, it's a video game. I know some people, it's like, if you got, it's not a day one raid clear. And mm-hmm. honestly, if you do a solo flawless dungeon, that's for you. If there's not a lot of people you're going to be running around if you got the emblem You know, it's, it's fine. But it was more the idea that like, to me, do what you're going to do. If the game's a little broken, you want to go solo a dungeon. For one, it took me an hour to make my one auto rifle I did. And that was with me, like trying to watch like 12 streams on Twitch. I was copying. And that's the problem with having a good computer. It was harder to slow your computer down. So I had like 12 streams on Twitch to try and do that. I was downloading like a 130 gigabyte game on Steam I was doing two sets of copying on my SSDs because, like, SSDs don't take; it's hard to overwork those. So I was trying to do everything I could, and it took me an hour. And I'm like, if somebody went through this, and I was like, hey, good for you, have fun. Like, you for and again, for some people, it was easier. I saw one thing on Reddit later where you could actually turn the in the actual like processes of windows Mm -hmm. you could turn it to where it would only use a couple of cores so it actually really limit the game Mm. so there were ways you could and only use like 20 percent and like less power usage on your computer there were ways to do it like mine was just more i was messing around with stuff but most of those accomplishments are for you it's not messing with the day one raid race so honestly i could just i I could i don't care
2: (laughs) grav was the purity of the sport corrupted All's fair in love and war, people. A win's a win. A W's a W. (laughs) And the word, in the immortal words of Dominic Toretto ask any racer, any real racer. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, winning's winning and family i said i said there you go family he also said that immediately (laughs) after he said family for no reason (laughs) family incongruous he just said family Uh, (laughs) uh, yeah so i i i think people who are saying oh this and this makes me feel less cool because somebody else did it under different circumstances probably need a therapist a hug and maybe some self-esteem that's based on something that isn't a video game and uh yeah it's a game have fun w's a w you got to do what you got to do to survive out here in these streets homie i feel, it. I, say.
0: I yeah, feel so. it I feel no it. problem Look. no
2: problem at all with this I, I think it's all fun
0: yeah i mean this this been going on dusty for years man Once uh, any type of exploit is fine everybody yo, you better get in there this week this is the week to do it <laughs> you know how it go the word start spreading out you tell the homies yo you bet you want that weapon or you want that clear whatever it is that you've been trying to get you know that was going to crazy. The thing that would be funny, though, is I'm curious how the, the trials community feels. Because, you know, like some mm. combinations had to be crazy and to get melted by oh, those teams
1: It looked like had a to man. be a little it, frustrated. I pulled up a few Twitch streams and it was just a mess from what I saw. So I was like, Mm-mm, not even.
0: Because I, I wouldn't even step in there. Like that I know. That is literally the Wild Wild West jumping in and trying to go to the lighthouse that week. So the combinations had to be obnoxious yeah. to people. So I was like, yeah, I'm good on that part. Yeah. <laughs> Donna, Some come-
4: people, are-
0: oh. oh, no, go ahead.
4: You're good. Some people I watched, Um, they tried to play normally. But they had a, a crafted weapon on standby in case the team oh, yeah. had it. So, like, all right, we're doing this, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> we
0: doing this? All right, all right. right. okay, we're gonna yeah.
4: go in
1: normal. Okay, I saw the bouncing shotgun on rifle thing. All right, switch.
4: Yeah.
0: That's great.
1: I
4: would do rifle. that too. If yeah. I was trying to play, I would also do that.
0: Yeah, so we monitored the behavior that first couple. Yeah, <laughs> Drop my like, play that?
4: Style for yours, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Are you just going through the inspection screen and be like, "All right, what are we working with? All right, Amit? Yep, Amit. Am and <laughs> a third one. Okay, now I know how this yeah. one's gonna go. Great, you know yep. what
4: this gonna be? Went, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: hilarious. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys a question, kind of in reference to the the whoopsie that happened when in the um, Microsoft upload this week. What do you wish? Uh, what? With everything that Bungie is not telling us right now, do you wish that Bungie would accidentally attach a PDF to a PDF for Final Shape and Beyond, for Matter, or the unknown IP that is Matter or that other weird playground thing I saw, or Marathon? What thing about Bungie that we don't know right now would you like to know a bit more behind the scenes?
2: I think even if they leaked something like that, we wouldn't gain any new knowledge because I don't even think Bungie knows what the heck is happening next. in a lot of these things like they've sort of told us a little bit of the future of destiny Two, And I think that's all they have planned out. And I, I would guess that both of their unreleased games are extremely early development, especially if it was something akin to Microsoft where it was a year old data. I'd be willing to guess. We know everything that they were working on a year ago. Like, almost everything either via leaks or like, we know it's on the horizon in some way uh, because destiny's had leaks like that before. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they've always been pretty short runs. Like I've talked to Bungie employees who were like, they just left the company. And so they'll like, tell me on the DL, like, Oh, here's all the stuff I know. And it's like nine months out. <laughs> that's it. And I'm like, that's all, you know? And they're like, yeah, I mean, we don't, it's kind of tight turnaround there. And I'm like, Jesus guys. So mm-hmm. I legitimately think if they leaked it, we'd find out like, details about the final shape and then the seasons that they've already announced or the episodes and that's it like I think that's all we would know honestly <laughs> I really do so well, that, I, that
1: takes all the wind out of that question uh, <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah
2: I'm just saying but if I had if I had to like know one thing about uh if I got to pick anything I would just want to know um what uh I would want to know more about Marathon frankly mm. mm-hmm. same Interested in marathon? Two Are you excited there.
1: for marathon? Okay.
4: I'm curious. I yeah. want to know what it feels like gunplay, yeah. movement. Um, I want to know what the main aspect of the game is going to feel like. I mean, it's supposed to be a BR, right? Uh, uh it's, it's it's action extraction shooter, kind shooter, so yeah. of. I imagine it's like
2: co op, well, like, basically. Like, is yeah. it kind
4: of like Call of Duty? Um. Modern Warfare's, uh, what is it? I've not played yeah. it enough. Uh, it, there's no, a different. I think I know what you're talking about. I forget the D, name. Drop zone. No, that's not drop zone. Warzone? It's a. It's, no, it. it's, it's like a they have, an, they it, have an, extraction an extraction thing. They have, they have an extraction yeah. mode. I think oh, it's
0: okay, mode.
1: okay,
4: okay, okay. So DMZ. Like DMZ. DMZ, yeah. DMZ, okay. And. Uh, Thank you, chat. I imagine it's got to be a little bit like that.
2: It'll probably I, be I, I... To the Rainbow Six Siege one with aliens where you go in. And I think that was an extraction shooter as well, where you, you pop in and you kill a bunch of aliens, mm-hmm. you survive waves, and then you have to get out of there. But clearly Bungie's strategy with this is it's going to be all ARG. Like it's going to be a lot of community events and like people trying to figure stuff out while they're doing it. And that, I fun. think, that speaks to their strengths, historically yeah. speaking. So I just kind of want to know more about like what the model there looks like because we just don't really know anything. And I'm I'm not really sure about the other game they're working on. I mean, I'd, I'd like to know in theory, but, you know, we've heard maybe it's a mobile game, maybe it's a hero yeah. shooter, and I just, I don't really know yeah. if I have that much interest in it yet.
3: Yeah.
4: I've also, I've not, oh, go ahead. No, Can please, please. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I've also, I've not played Escape from Tarkov, but I've watched plenty of it, and it seems fairly complicated in all the items you get, and the organization of the items that you have, like gun-wise and stuff. Managing inventory and stuff. Managing yeah. the inventory, so I hope. Marathon will be less complicated than that. Like even in Destiny, like my my vault is usually packed full of multiple um weapon types and uh of the same weapon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's I'm like guilty. horrible. I'm guilty.
0: Horrible. I'm, I'm guilty. So
4: getting another large closet will be tough, but <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, for me it's like um it's still gonna be post final shape. I I I need to know the direction of this quote unquote end of the light and dark, dark saga yeah. to me is a huge deal as far as where they go. Cause that is. Are you talking about the next expansion or are you talking about the episodes they've already told us about? Well, the episodes kind of, but it's kind of like, yeah, the next expansion probably like what's it going to culminate towards. Right. And I, I just think about, uh, we don't see Luke Smith and what is it? Noseworthy anymore because they're the stewards of the of the MCU right. of that you know that kind of thing, so I'm just curious, like what is that vision, right? What what is that, especially from what is it 2014? This game came out. That's D1, yeah, we, yeah. What well, since all we've known is the light and the darkness, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're concluding that that is a big thing, and, and I guess my fear is kind of like the MCU, which is like you get to that moment of Infinity War and Endgame and you go, oh my God, okay, they killed that. But then, you know, you had the phase four and the reboot and you're like, is this still hot? No, like, like, is it? Is you know what I mean? Is good, is it? Like, there is concern for me that, let's be honest, historically, Travis like this story was always kind of put together with duct tape and then, you know, rearrange and change and then some things came back and then they was able to make it cohesive. But now well, it's, it's like- it <laughs> was <Well>, sort of, <laughs> it doesn't, but it's like for a kind of question that, but, um, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's just like, to me, that represents now a new story. And I want to know what your chops are with yeah. a new
2: story. Kind My of guess is when the new episodes come, people's initial complaint is that it's going to feel exactly like the light and darkness saga. Right. And I think when they say it's the end of that saga, they're not saying like, oh, destiny is going to drastically change. Or you're going to have completely different destinations. It's basically going to be destiny three, which I think is what some people are cool. assuming. I think what they're saying is we're going to move away from like the big story arc we've been telling, which is like, oh, we've got to worry about the traveler and the, uh, um, witness. I'm forgetting their witness
1: names. witness witness,
2: the witness, uh, the traveler and the <laughs> witness guy. and this whole, yeah, this whole arc. But I bet you a lot of it's going to be the same. Like we're very clearly already going to be fighting the hive again. And I'm sure mm. the vex. and it's, I bet you a lot is going to feel the same and people are going to be like, feels like they're kind of just still going mm. on yeah. the same path.
0: It's going to be good. And to... until they show
2: us something big, which my guess is twenty twenty six. I do not mm. mean that ironically. I think mm. that's going to be the next big destiny expansion. Mm. It could be, could be. Think and, about and it again. Think about it. Final shapes coming out in twenty twenty four. I don't think they're going to do it in twenty twenty five because that would keep them on the year schedule. I think it'll be early twenty twenty six. Strong possibility, no
0: especially with yeah. episode cadence, right? So the episode yeah, cadence
2: it... and and no expansion announced that means it's right. not coming out next year or, or sorry right. not coming out in 2024 they would have probably told us already mm-hmm. um so i think we'll find out about what the expansion is at like a sony state of play or major event like yeah. at the end of next year and it'll be yeah. for the year yeah
1: they'll first. drop marathon somewhere in there probably 2025 is fitting i guess and they'll mm-hmm. yep let that thing kind of spread its wings a little bit see how it goes yeah. and
2: that's a good point so but, i think we get a year off destiny with some episodes we get marathon in 2025 and then yeah the end of 2025 i think they're gonna tell us about what's the new expansion which will be 2026 and it'll probably have a new enemy faction a new boss it'll explain some sort of like new arc hopefully a longer arc i don't know if they're just going to do small ones uh, going forward but my guess would be probably a larger arc and then we'll we'll see if we're along for the ride that'll probably be when they make major changes to the engine as well Mm. would be my guess i
0: hope so Yeah.
1: yeah oh i mean you guys kind of covered just about everything there. I don't think there's too much for me to touch on. I mean, that we haven't said on previous weeks between wondering what's next in the expansions. I think yeah, that's the biggest one. Is what is what is the next big baddie? Like really? Like yeah. what is? You know, if all of us enjoy doing the raids, and you know, it's like, and what's going to bring Ballistic Kitty back from the Air Force for the weekend to bring the <laughs> bring the group together and be like, all right, we're doing a raid mm-hmm. race. It's like. That's kind of a wonder as well, is we know we're gonna get exotic missions. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their cadence is gonna be on dungeons, I don't know what their cadence is gonna be on raids. They haven't talked about any of that stuff yet, which is yeah. I think that's just a lot up in the air when we've had such a consistent schedule. And I don't mind that destiny probably does need room to breathe, but it's also on the other side, it is it is gonna be strange to not kind of have that expectation going forward. No. Because we don't know anything there was no there was a final shape dungeon key. Technically, but I would guess it's probably raid with final shape and then the season or episode two and episode th- episode three probably have a dungeon each. I would guess. I don't think they'd have one in the middle that didn't. Um, So it's just, it's going to be interesting to more watch the timing, the cadence. And then if it's something like Travis is saying, where we get another three episodes, what are they going to sell that for? What does the pack of three episodes sell for? Is that forty five? Is it fifty bucks for three episodes? I think they'll sell them individually. I don't know if they'll do a pack. Mm.
0: It'd Be interesting. Money oh. to be made. Yeah, well, they
2: probably will do a pack. That's pretty common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So> that's <laughs> what what that more? more. That's kind of like, exotic behind it. Yeah, it's like Mikey, Probably yeah, 40, forty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
1: kind of that curiosity is where that stuff's going to land. Um, yeah, absolutely.
2: But think of that—the cosmetics you get out of that alone are worth nine hundred dollars, according to Bungie.
1: <laughs> did you? Okay, we didn't talk about that. Do you guys know what he's talking about? No. What's going on? Close to Kitty. Do you know what he's talking about?
4: Not about the cosmetics, but I did see someone talk about how much money we have spent for like DLCs and stuff over a period of years, like yeah. four hundred dollars so or something. Yeah, Probably higher.
1: Well, the ninety dollars was—it was they re-released cosmetics from a season pass into eververse and the season pass was 10 bucks we know it was all the season passes Mm -hmm. are always 10 bucks or maybe 12 now but it was 10 when it came out if you were going to buy them individually and buy all the cosmetics now it was 90 dollars in eververse and it was 10 bucks when it came out with the season pass and everybody was just like what are we doing Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) because you don't have to grind those levels you have to grind the real life levels called the dollars yeah you're gonna put in hours
1: hours at work whether your feet yeah, are dangling exactly. out of the back of a helicopter or not, got to put in some time. Honestly,
2: if I had to do that or grind strikes, I would choose the, the money. I mean, the real solution <laughs> is don't buy it. But if I had to grind real work or grind strikes, I would grind real work. It seems way more. I
1: just, that's, I don't know. That was just one of those moments where I'm like, all right, Eververse, you're a little out of it. A little out of touch <laughs> with reality, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't know if they're going to come back from it. It was just a weird moment. Um... That was all. It was just kind of one of those when you brought it up, I just wanted that. I saw it and then I figured out what they were talking about and I was just kind of very surprised. Like, 90 bucks. Come yeah. on.
2: You were surprised? A little. <laughs> have you seen Eververse?
1: I have, yeah. <laughs> but I mean...
4: The moneymaker.
1: Yeah, apparently. Somebody bought that because they wouldn't rich, have priced it really. otherwise. But man... And they weren't overpriced. They were the same price as other things with those types. Yeah, it's just like, that's the value, I guess... The, Praise praise be to the pricing of the season pass, because apparently that's at least worth it, <laughs> as opposed to waiting for Eververse later on. Buy get that stuff now. Um, So we did get a twid. I still can't say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, guess. Not, I don't care. I don't know, I don't, I don't know when we am going to
2: call, get uh, that right. it, yeah. Yeah. Do we have to call it a twid? Twid? It,
0: it,
1: it's twid. We just, twid just sounds, just sounds like a twid. Like, I'm ways. just going to call it an idiot. Yeah, like an like, yeah, idiot. Like, yeah, twids like an idiot. Like, let's talk to the idiot today. What, what no. do they say? We can
2: follow the Elon Musk rule and just ignore their name change.
1: Okay, there you go. Okay, before I get to that, though, I wanted to ask Cog one question. From the big, giant Microsoft info dump, since you've uh-huh. talked about this in multiple places, what is the mm. biggest piece of information you've gleaned from that? Mm, hmm.
0: So much. Um, what's the biggest surprise? The biggest surprise? or biggest, oh. Or
1: biggest piece of crucial info, whatever.
0: I easily profitable to me it was just reinforcing all the stuff I believed about how they felt about you know Sony as a competitor, how they felt about their awful 2022. You know, I, I was very, very hard on them as far as like, yo, like you can't have a year where you don't have a major first party release, and to see Phil kind of reiterate everything I said. And how they had to double down and how they had a year like 2021 where they had all these releases and, Oh, I remember it was validation on my, my pick bar pushback to the halo crew. Cause the infinite crew
4: <laughs> told
0: yeah. me that it has to come out and it doesn't, you know, matter if the, it's featured less and there's no forge, there's no split screen and it, was, it has to come out. And, and for a short time it had the zeitgeist, right? Cause the multiplayer was fun and yada, yada, yada. But then when that faded, now in hindsight when you look at 2022 with the d- dependence on Redfall and Starfield that didn't drop right now it really looked bad, <laughs> and they didn't have that so I think they would have loved to have a feature complete Halo Infinite at that point. I but,
2: don't think that was the problem with Halo Infinite.
0: Well, I, I, well it's clearly they didn't have a monetization model nor the features ready for full have,
2: release. They didn't have their live service model for their yeah. live service game. game that, right, which, that has nothing to do with their feature completeness. They didn't you, have a well, team, Cog. They yeah, didn't have a team. They
0: didn't have features to add to a live service
1: model. This is model. what we deal with every show. This is normal. <laughs>
0: No, don't get it, don't help help get it twisted.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The, the feature
2: team was working on features they could have delivered those in the past or in the present it did, did, didn't matter when that came they didn't have it at launch what are you talking about <laughs> it did, didn't matter said, it didn't
0: matter it didn't matter if they had it at launch they didn't add it have if, forge at launch no the they've the, never the content they, driver to the game to make people continue name to play one the halo game,
2: game that had it at, launch. Forge at launch Name
0: one halo game that had what forge at, forge launch? at launch none of them okay. did So why are, why are we championing not having it? I'm not championing. it.
2: I'm saying it doesn't matter. The Mm -hmm. problem with Halo Infinite was they didn't have a live service team. Right. It was a live service game. So wouldn't you need more time to have live service if you're not ready? They they didn't build the team at all. Mm -hmm. 2021, 2022, 2023. Never, Cog. Never. It didn't. Why launch when you're not ready
0: to drop a live service game with live service? But at but the that, end of the day the, the the issue still remains. You don't you're not equipped to launch. So don't launch. <laughs> it still doesn't resolve the issue. That's what I'm trying to say it's like Yeah, the end my, of the point, day,
2: my point is that mm-hmm. even if they added the features you're talking about, the mm-hmm. game still wouldn't have succeeded in the long term because they didn't have a live service team. That's my point. Is the right. delay
0: doesn't matter. They didn't yes, it they does. Didn't,
3: Wait no, until doesn't. you have
0: that. Wait until you actually have a team ready before you launch. What are you talking about? Why, no, no. why are we forcing things out just for the sake of forcing things out and you don't have it ready? It still justifies no. my point.
2: I'm saying mm-hmm. that th- that the features that you specifically highlighted right. could have been there or could have not been there. And it wouldn't have mattered at all if they mm-hmm. didn't have a live service team. And I, they wouldn't have had a live service team in 2022 or 2023, because they did not hire one. We now know that. they were using contractors for all of the game development. Mm-hmm. They didn't even have a full team in place. They never hired a live service team. They didn't have right. anybody working on campaign expansions. Right. That has nothing to do with feature completeness. That, that has to do, has to do with like- do. You're not ready. No, you're not ready.
0: All that says or, is you're not ready to launch a game. <laughs> or you, or yeah, you're, still getting, you're still back to my point. If you don't have those things in place, don't launch. That's all I'm saying. My my point is if they didn't have forge, I feel like they didn't have a little bit
1: here. If they didn't have forge and they didn't have
2: some of the other features they're talking about, but they did have a live service team, the game would have been fine. Okay. That's my point is like that. The stuff you referenced is like peanuts compared to the fact that they didn't have a team.
0: Working on the game. It's crazy. Right. How uh, crazy is that to launch? But anyway, we move on. We're anyway. going to move on. But I, I, I completely disagree. And at the end of the day, it justified, his statements justified what I said. That at the end of the day, you need to space the launches out. You can't shotgun blast a whole bunch of things at one time when your 2022 cupboard is bare. And there was an over-reliance on that. So to me, again, it justified exactly what I was saying. So... Back to where they are now, which is the 2023 launch, which is obviously much more better, right? You have a Hi-Fi Rush, you have a Age of Empires, you have um, Forza, and you have Starfield, right? 2021 and 2023 is what they actually envisioned as far as content cadence. And I think that right there, to me, is their ultimate vision for what Game, you know, game Pass and having a, a launch lineup kind of means for them. So that's really what it is for me. As far as the other stuff... Um, I would say the only thing that's kind of messed up, obviously, is their whole. It's one thing to have a leak about a hybrid console. I mean, about a refresh.
3: Yeah, it's, it's like, another that's not thing,
0: a big right? It's another thing to have your entire roadmap yeah. plastered with no context, and your competition now sees it. Right. So that, to me, I felt bad for them because no one really deserves. Mm-hmm that and the sad part is if the rumors are true that they did it to themselves right it wasn't the courts it, it it appears to be that they uploaded the wrong documents on you know a server so it's it's unfortunate it's sad because at the end of the day I'm always a person that I like to have things with context and proof of concept and we don't have any of that so people are like yo what is this <laughs> that kind of stuff so that's pretty much it but uh, yeah it was it was a crazy crazy week man crazy week a lot of crazy you know i've never seen anything like this it's literally the biggest leak i've ever seen in, in gaming history. i've never seen yeah, an entire company's roadmap leaked
1: microsoft so happy they went after activision <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah things happen that's all right i'll roll mm-hmm. with it and
2: i mean it, it probably are happy to be honest yeah because that roadmap is got to be inaccurate especially once oh, the yeah. acquisition goes through like, i mean if you looked yeah, at the date
1: old. on all the there, games it was 20, so 2030. Yeah. yeah yeah like the games were so me, far off already i was like oh this you're, is you're
2: telling me we're getting two bethesda remasters
0: one year after another come on <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah a, lot, a lot of things <laughs> right are now, it's but... still fluid but i do feel uh, the the overall structure of it is pretty accurate i just feel the timelines off and some things minor things may have changed in the scope but i don't think it's so far off that none of that stuff's happened I don't buy his statement that you know we'll show you the real plan yeah. as if all that is I don't buy that no, <laughs> to me that's no. the PR statement because it was an emergency code red because your business is out in the street
2: because yeah. <laughs> we'll if, get, if, we'll if it wasn't real yeah.
0: you don't make a statement at all <laughs> it's real
2: well Hey-who. no I, I don't think that's true but whatever all right isn't listen, listen the podcast for it yeah yeah, no,
1: we, yeah. We, we, well we can revisit that on a different week. we revisit that show. Yeah. kitty thank you for being very very patient
4: <laughs> i'm just here <laughs> uh, if you guys are in youtube this by the way ballista kitty and
1: i are just uh, typing away and just chatting it up with each other while these two go at it so that was uh quite entertaining uh but we do have a twid this week in destiny it's probably just easier for me to say this week in destiny because otherwise uh yeah not gonna not going to get that run one right, but the, one of the big ones is uh, For Veterans by Veterans. They've actually got the veteran focus campaign in partnership with Team Rubicon. And they've got the jump master kind of emote, where it's all the little paratrooper ghosts that are kind of coming in and stuff like that, which is really cool. They said, in addition to the emote, the Bungie Foundation premiered their uh, Clearing the Path film. Uh, emotional story highlights the partnership with the Team Rubicon, a special wildlife uh, mitigation operation that Bungie employees and veterans took part in, as well as a personal story of her own. Uh, just take seven minutes, watch the video, check them out. It's actually a pretty cool thing that they did. But uh, I think it's Liana. She's, I don't know if she, I know she served, right? I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly. Oh. Who? Liana, dirty hippie.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. She's uh, She's on She's on the, the community team
1: at yeah. Bungie. What about her? Um, you mean she, she was, in the military? Yeah, she was in the military. Oh, I, I thought. Know. What was I, she? i, don't I thought know. I'm not sure. I thought so. I could be wrong. Um,
2: I don't know. Dirty f and hippie doesn't sound like a username for somebody who's <laughs> in the military.
1: Oh, but used to be know. maybe, but now I'm like yeah. somebody. Tell me if I'm crazy in chat. If you guys know or not. Um, but yeah, maybe I'm just talking out of my quarters there. Who knows? But uh, could be wrong. Either way. Uh, that's a pretty cool thing that they're doing, um, helping out with all of that stuff. And then they've got the big section about, like, the crafting issues, so if you want to figure out what they had to do to fix it. Uh, They've got some, like, deterministic recoil changes coming. Um, I
4: read that, yeah.
1: That one's interesting. So without without any control, like, the recoil of the gun is going to be – it's not just veering to the left a little bit more randomly. It's going to have a pretty similar (laughs) pattern with smaller randomness to it, so you can actually see kind of why certain guns – feel a little bit better, feel a little more consistent. It's just um, they have a certain amount of randomness to it, but it's a lot. You're going to have a general pattern up the wall if you just hold the trigger, which is going to let you have a bit more consistency to your weapon. So if you are curious about recoil, PvP, that kind of stuff and how it works, it was rolled out in this season and then they're working on a couple other ones later. But that one actually was just an interesting one to see. So if you're curious why weapons feel a little bit different, that's actually probably a pretty good part of it. Uh,
4: I'm
0: sorry go ahead
4: I'd say for that I'm curious if that's going to change how I look at roles on weapons I get now because for a lot of them I put on like counterbalance I wonder if it's going to really change how I operate in that or not
0: yeah Yeah. it's pretty interesting that all this time I didn't realize it was that much randomization with recoil and that now they're trying to standardize it I didn't realize that they kind of existed
1: Yeah, that's kind of one of those if you ever walk up to a wall and like hold a weapon to see where it goes. It can have some squirrely patterns, but they were fairly random depending on what it did. If it got leaning one way or another. And this seems like they are going to try and just have a little bit more consistency. I mean, not every bullet's going to go in the same place. You'll still have your correction. But I mean, as Ballistic Kitty said, well, it may change the perks that you find important. If you feel like whatever they've done to the recoil on X weapon it may feel different now. So it may be something where you want different perks or you don't need to lean into something like counterbalance for a mod. Maybe you go for a little target adjuster or something like that, just to change up what you might need. Cause I'm with you. Like there's points where if I see the recoil direction, it's like a zero. I'm like, this things are going to go all over. It's like, let me get that plus 15. So I can center it up a little bit, get it a little better. But if it's, if you know what it's going to do and it's really not as bad, maybe this helps some of those. It'll be interesting. They said not fusion rifles, not shotguns and snipers, but most of everything else that's going to have a little more auto, pulse, scout, submachine gun, sidearm, hand cannon, trace, and machine gun. So anything with the burst, semi-auto, that kind of stuff's all going to have it. But yeah, if, you're, if that intrigues you at all, go watch the video, and you might test a few of your own weapons. You might actually get a better feel of how your weapon's actually going to track as you go through the magazine. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I think all right, Blister Kitty. Are you a hand cannon person?
4: Hmm, a little bit.
1: A little bit favorite hand cannon. Or favorite mm. PvP weapon, if not hand cannon. Since I know a lot of people
4: <laughs> like. It. Uh, lemon arc.
1: Oh, you're one of those. One of those. I'm a yeah. bow. I'm a bow <laughs> no, user. I'm,
2: I'm I'm in the club of. I was like,
1: I no, I, like, I gotta yeah. get you. To, I gotta get you to admit it on air. That was the thing. No, I'm just kidding. Oh okay, uh, yeah. Okay. No, uh, um, I'm a bow lover, so I don't argue at all, but I was just more curious.
4: I mostly have been using bow shoddy, but I have went through periods of bow hand cannon or bow um, sidearm. Um, for hand cannons, though, ice luna was always good. Uh, I use igneous hammer nowadays as well, but obviously I can't use that with my bow because they're in the same slot. Yeah. So, uh, The new one that is strand oh it's like
1: it's the uh, brand new one like this season's one of, yeah uh i feel like it's I'm not bad. first
4: curse but that's the only word i got in my head right now <laughs> but um
1: kept confidence is that it
4: yeah yeah that one okay,
1: yeah it's the brand new one so, yeah people are saying that one feels feels good
4: feels all right yeah that um
1: well, Thorne, I'm not a
4: diehard hand cannon person.
1: Thorne's so. going to be getting a Catalyst next season. I know some people are excited about how busted that's going to be. Um, so it looks like it's going to give a boost to range and stability. Going to bump both of those up. And then uh, defeat targets using this weapon to unlock this upgrade. And then when you get the upgrade, it says grants bonus range and stability. That's straight up stats. And then dealing a final blow or... Absorbing a Remnant grants additional range mm-hmm. as well as mobi- increased mobility and handling for a short time. So if you are a Thorn user, next season I do feel like you're going to be jumping into the basic playlist, getting this Catalyst as quickly as you can because
0: mm-hmm. I know
1: Thorn users like love their weapon and it feels like with the Catalyst, the stats, that could be a little scary on how good that thing could mm-hmm. feel, I think.
0: Yeah, especially in PvP with the range stack. Want the Remnants too? Like... And it's getting a base range of stability bump. Gonna be nice. Yep. Gonna be nice. That one actually looks like it's got some potential.
1: Uh, and then, yeah, it's like they mentioned the Monte Carlo catalyst, which that one took a lot of work with the full stabby stabby mode, which was fun. Uh, we did get a little teaser for like the Pale Heart and the Traveler. Did you guys watch or even see the little could, video no, for sure it yet?
0: Know. I'm looking at It was at a bit more of the destination.
1: Yeah, just, I mean, it does seem like I am... Oh, nice, I'm very curious what this destination is going to be like, because it is linear.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, I mean, when you run through the campaign, starting on one end and going to the other, does sound interesting with some offshoots, but, um, for you, Ballistic Kitty, what about the final shape is the most exciting to use of the campaign? Is it getting to do another raid race again? Uh, what are you looking forward to the most for final shape?
4: I do enjoy a good raid race. I, I'm able to stay up 24 plus hours. Um, even if I don't make it, I still think it's worth the time, you know, put in. The the effort and the camaraderie and working together, teamwork stuff. Um, I like new places to explore as well. Um, finding little secrets and stuff. I love when they add little secrets and stuff to find. And I'm not finding it like on a YouTube video and I'm finding it for myself. I no. love that. Um. are you excited about? <laughs> about
1: your uh throwing knife teleporting hunter super yes <laughs> i did want
4: to talk about that that looks like you could use that in many situations to just get from point a to point b
3: mm-hmm. like
4: blinking but say you messed up your jump so you can't blink the right direction but you just <laughs> throw that knife up there and just teleport up there it's gonna be cool
0: that's cool yeah. Mm-hmm. gonna be interesting so See that now you're just gonna edge. be now
1: you're gonna be op at the next gcx tournament when that thing comes out so you already won you were part of the winning team last time now you got a target on your back but now you're gonna have a teleporting knife so i feel like you're gonna kind of i've been this. on the
4: solar subclass for a hot minute so maybe i should switch to some arc and uh spice it up a little bit it looks like Get it had, had some potential
1: in the videos so mm-hmm. i'm I'm looking forward to my axes so that's mm-hmm. titan style oh, looks like titan one. yeah yeah it's cool it. that
4: you can share it with other people I know well. I was actually really I
1: thought that was really cool because you throw him out and then everybody picks him up and is run around and when they were playing in PVP he got killed before he got there with the axe so it's not just like not quite as quick warping but the, you don't they have did, much
4: defense Yeah, no.
1: but when they used it in the dungeon all three of them just like smashing the boss and I was like alright that's actually pretty cool that looks and fun. the
4: Song of Flame Warlock oh,
1: um, yeah the new Warlock something super. about
4: that reminds me of the self res Yes, um, from d one, and I'm hoping, worlds. I'm hoping that that's part of it, and they're just not showing it. I, d- I, would I, wager, I would wager, I would wager a dollar, that. like a whole
1: dollar, but no. I don't think they would ever bring Self Res back into this game because it broke enough of D one. I don't think they want to deal with that again from
4: it was so much fun. And then when you're like playing in trials and you're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm watching them. Watch I'm watching them their ghosts. Watch
1: <laughs>
3: <life. laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I'll be like <laughs>
1: I get the sniper. Over there. Blink. Come on, ghost. Come on, blink,
0: buddy. Come on. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: Oh, that was good. yeah, We 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 would crutch it. We would crutch it. I'm sure was they would show it.
4: They would show it if it was part of it, but it'd be funny if they were hiding it for a surprise. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh it's a gosh. very, it's an aspect they roll out later on. Be like, oh, yeah, you're super. Yeah, now Whoa. you got self as everybody's like, oh, it's over.
0: The computer community would be <laughs> disgusted <if> Warlocks, that... <laughs> Warlocks,
1: God tier again, broken trials. Yeah, yeah, it
0: does not need to come as much as I love it. It does not need to come <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a little too toxic, but I do like that. They do, the, the, yeah, like the um, what is Long it? The... Yeah, the yeah, little and... solar. Solar, solar buddy yeah yeah i don't have a better name for it i know a little that. bird and the thing and then the uptime on it looks like the abilities so it, it has the spirit of of self-res in a way yeah. but it just without out the the thing but no, it looks cool it looks, i'll be honest though, i like the titans i think the titans got over I, I love the the axes and i like the the captain america thing but yeah, now a little you can pull
1: shield where you send it out yeah the birds. yeah you got a little
0: black panther effect when you send it back kill someone yeah. I, thought, I thought that was really effective in PV. It looked cool. It looked cool. I got a long, I'm just happy y'all got a one-off long range. I mean and there's, no there's running in like a to it, yeah.
1: but it is still like a long range yeah, super. Yeah. So I'm like, it is we're happy. Yeah, I was like, yes. believe me, I'm happy to see How it. And it guy. gives Void some offensive yes. fun because you either get a sentinel shield or you get a bubble. I'm like, Void is useless so much of the time. And now I can finally just be like, we chuck this over here throw it on mm-hmm. you smash it on the point and just like have a little bit more fun i'm um, that one i'm uh i forget the guy's name who is the guy who's like <laughs> the sound effects oh. guy at Bungie? you know who i'm talking about and all oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. guys um
0: I forget his name. somebody I in chat's other. gonna
1: know i want to say it's like oh, I'm, i don't even want to gu- i don't even want to guess on the name because i know i'm gonna get it wrong mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i was like i know he was probably part of that one for just like all right here's the concept And he's just like describing it to somebody and then they go and make it. Uh, They also go through a little bit of the like motion capture and stuff they did with like Morala and then uh, all the stuff they did for the cinematics this season with the voice actress for Ikora. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool to go through and see what the actual, you know, got the little onesie on with the motion capture dots and everything. And you get to see what the images look like afterwards. So I just thought it was Mm -hmm kind of cool there's also a little lo-fi yeah. 40 minute video if you want some lo-fi vibes you got that in there mm-hmm. so eris is chilling doing her thing
0: yeah i thought uh, I, I was so happy to meet her uh, she's so cool
1: i haven't actually had a chance to do that so
0: yeah finally. out i met her. it's just what was it last summer games fest she she happened with um a homie um oh man he used to be travis no he used to be ign hmm. oh he's so cool Then he went to bungie for a little bit oh, oh cj oh. CJ. C- oh, oh, yeah, 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 CJ. Yeah, I yeah. saw CJ, and then I was like, hey, what's up, brother? We just kicking it. And Molo was like, yeah. he was like, oh, you want me to introduce her? I was like I was like, yes, please. Please, please. And then she like did the thing. I was like, I know it's going to be corny, but can you speak to me? Said, she spoke to me Eris, for a little bit. I was like, "Yo." Yeah. She yeah, probably God, gets that just a, a little bit, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah it was dope.
2: CJ Gibson's a great guy. He's awesome. He's a
0: great dude. Love CJ. Love CJ.
2: He was actually the guy who got me on Fireteam Chat. Oh, nice. that's up. So, he used to come out of Fireteam Chat every week, and then the joke was that I was like the unofficial fifth member of Fireteam Chat or whatever, because I would always talk to them before and after the show. But I was just oh, some guy dope. working in the IGN office. And then after a while, they were like, "This guy plays Destiny more than all of us. Like he should."
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's he should
2: dope!
0: CJ's the man. he's dope. <laughs> Yeah, we met him a few times, right, right Yeah, GC- Yeah, we stuff.
1: met him at 2019 GCX. Yeah. yeah, ultra nice always has been. Yeah, super nice uh, I reached out to him to work on something, but it never quite came to fruition because of all the crazy stuff going on. But yeah, he was always ultra yeah. nice. He's hilarious, too.
0: funniest tweet he ever did is taking his kids to see Infinity War and them not knowing how it was going to end. <laughs> and he has wow. a picture of their faces going into the movie, and then he has a picture. Gosh. It gives mortified... The, the emotional like, scarring, like, yeah, seriously. He's like, great, great fix, right, kid? Great fail. Rough. Yo,
1: he's hilarious, bro. Yeah, but Infinity War uh, game was rough.
2: When I first started getting getting to know CJ, it's because his kids would come to the office while he was working a lot of days, and they would just sit in the break room and play video games. And I would go to the break room to play, and they were always there. And so I ended up gaming with his kids. That's how I got to know CJ because he would come by and he'd be like, "What are you guys up to?" And I'd be like, "Oh, we're doing a raid together." And then he'd be like, <laughs> "You're raiding with my kids?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, dude, what's up?" And then he'd be like, "He's like, who are you?" <laughs> it's like, "I am oh, scared I work, for my work, children." Yeah, yeah, I work on the other side of the office, and I raid with your kids. What's up, dude? How you doing, oh man? Yeah,
0: God, that is
2: hilarious! <laughs> it's
0: like really uh, random. Yeah, that's pretty fun.
2: They look just like him too. So as soon as CJ comes in the room, you're like, yep, that's it, that's their dad for sure. Mm -hmm. Like cloned himself. Like it's like Boba Fett and Django Fett hanging out.
1: Well, last thing as we wrap this up, there's a hilarious thing towards the bottom of the twid, and they talk about the smallin. Little fallen, little swaddled fallen guy.
2: They can't be smallin' anymore, right? They've got to be teens. Well, no, this one's
1: smallin. This is like a little baby one. So they actually have it picked up, though, and they're kind of carrying it, like, in the arm. And you Mm -hmm. actually see it kind of, like, wiggling its little butt and the little wrap that it's got. And then he just takes it and chunks it like a grenade. (laughs) Yo! Somebody had a lot of fun animating a little small and as just, like, a pickup object and then how you'd carry it. And then they just chunk it and it explodes. I was like, well, that's not where I thought that was going to end.
4: And it had the ether effect when it exploded, too. Yeah.
1: The blue yep, it had the
0: blue effect when it went <laughs> off. Now this is wild. This is wild. This is like <laughs> spiking a baby like a football. Like, this is... Yeah. <laughs>
1: this is
4: wild. Now, seeing him, like, rotate around his character again brings us yes. to just give us the movie-making mode, man. Just let us have it.
1: <laughs> oh, I <laughs> know. Eat us,
2: eat
4: us.
1: You There's, like, so many times, because I've got, like, a couple songs... That I've found that are like good, like cinematic, like kind of instrumental songs, but mm-hmm. I want to put behind like a clip together video, but I'm with you and like Husky Raid and stuff. I'm like, but I just want to be able to like, look around freely and like, look at stuff to get like cinematic moments. Even if it's just mm-hmm. like, let me walk up to a boss and be able to walk up to it. Even if he's going to smash me in the head, like two seconds later, let me get the shot. <laughs> and i can't and that's why i was like i just i don't know why they won't do like no hud no weapon mode i don't care if i die just yeah. let me like film some stuff in your game i've always too wanted much, to do that it's too much work turn, too, turn too much the creative
4: small power and, for us yeah.
1: yeah
2: turn the small and throwing animation into an emote bungee and call it fetus yeetus <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow.
1: well i don't know if i can follow that with anything else <laughs> Edis, yeetus. Fetus yeetus. Uh mm-hmm. Hashtag fetus Yetus. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. Please tag Travis <laughs> and all of your hashtag fetus Yetuses.
2: I don't know <laughs> if I want to be associated with that hashtag <laughs> <wrong word>.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Outside of destiny, yeah, people that's... might get wrong ideas.
1: <laughs> Small and balling. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Um, no, um, I would say this has been a little bit of a weird episode, obviously, but uh, Ballista Kitty, thank you for joining us. Hopefully you're. First podcast was a decent one. Um,
4: Very nice. Thank you for the invite. Absolutely. Uh,
1: At this point, if you want to let people know if you got anything you're working on, where they can find you stream, when you stream, or just, you know, if you see a helicopter flying by, just wave and say thanks, whatever's going on. The the floor is yours to tell people what you want to tell them.
4: Oh, geez, Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram and usually any other gaming console as Ballistic Kitty. But on Twitch, it's Ballistic, spelled like the actual word with an underscored kitty. It's not a merged combination as it is everywhere else. <laughs> I haven't gotten that name yet. Um, streams, very sporadic. Um, I just, I pop on a couple times a month, maybe. Um, other than that, I usually go to GCX um, Gaming mm-hmm. Community Expo every year, and this year I have a plan to make a cosplay of my Destiny Hunter, Ooh, which will nice. be uh, my first legitimate cosplay. Like Ooh. the t fling thing, that's like mostly bought in like different mm-hmm. like stores and like pieced together. Mm-hmm. Um, still, you're already not bad for first.
2: But that's the thing about cosplayers is they're like people who do their halloween costume they start planning it in november you know for next year like Well, this like...
4: is, this is going to be extensive for some like i've never made my own armor and stuff before You're be snowing oh, man. Arm, so or
2: forging or what are you doing
1: are you, are you doing, doing like work? foam i've seen different ways that
4: people do yeah. That of stuff yeah so i'm a i'm pretty sure eva foam is going to be okay. my main armament that i'm going to be wearing um i'm probably And again, this is I got more planning to do, but I'm gonna have probably a a two piece instead of like a a one piece leotard because I'm gonna have to use the bathroom, you know, like I can't take (laughs) off the whole outfit. Um Mm -hmm. put a a fly in
1: the Batman suit, yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah, probably pants and like a long sleeve shirt and my idea at the moment is putting some like velcro pieces on. And then just like having Velcro on the inner side of the armor and just like slapping those on. So it'd be easy to wash the, the two piece mm. thing. Wow. That's the current that's idea. Yeah, it's
1: going to take some work, but I'm. This, this is why
2: I only cosplay as promiscuous Mortal Kombat characters, you know? Less work. You just got to get a leotard that's Less revealing pertains, and yeah. you're good to go, dude. Good to go.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be cool though. So, and I want to have Ooh. Caliban's hand. On Ooh. for my uh oh. arms. So I'm like little like, hands on hunter them. knives. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. Um I feel like mm-hmm. the clothes can be the coolest part, like wearing like a little hood, you know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's,
2: it's any cosplay that involves a cape is already
4: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, looks pretty legit, pretty good. It's, it's pretty
2: gonna good. take
4: some work. I hope I actually like stick to it and I'm mm-hmm. ready for next year. Long oh, as
1: G C X doesn't overlap with a specific event next year. I know we'll be there.
4: So Yeah. If I don't get deployed, that'd be cool. But yeah. You never know.
1: That that'd be a much more important thing to miss out on. So yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and uh, any more tournaments,
0: miss. Any more tournaments? Are we are we jumping back in the mix? Are we gonna slay Uh, out again?
4: So Maddox, who I played against in the tournament this year, he mentioned wanting to get me into the one that's happening next month october yeah, uh, there i there guess we will have to keep up on that and see where that's at um uh, probably should start practicing <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, gotta get back gotta Repen- regain your t- hold on to your title
4: yeah that's what's up i'm gonna get, I'm gonna get wiped <laughs> 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 i was carried that tournament and i know it but it was hey. still cool to be a part of
2: Hey,
1: user Remember, user family user. wins a win. That's wins a win. Family. family. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> that's
4: all that's all I got to promote.
1: Nice. Yeah. Gentlemen, anything from you two that we haven't already said?
0: try right, What you got? Go on.
2: I don't think so. I, I promote all my stuff. I've got a couple of previews coming. Payday three mm-hmm. review if you're interested in bank robbery games. I absolutely adore the payday franchise, and uh it's off to a rocky start, this one, but that's their mo they're always off to a rocky start and then it takes them a while to make the game a little better uh and then uh yeah lords of the fallen's my next big review i don't think i'm working on anything until then so nice I'm chilling for a little bit i'm gonna catch up some, on some
0: games this week nice 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 yeah man for me yeah it's been um obviously the emergency podcast stuff um Oh, uh, Peter Moore <laughs> returns. <laughs> I forgot. It's this Sunday. It's, just, it's another reason why we did the emergency podcast because it was just too much of a news week and we didn't want it to overshadow yeah. what he was doing. So that was one of the main reasons we did it. But last time, we obviously, we talked a bit of um, Dreamcast and, and, and 360 era, but uh, we're also going to follow up with that and um, also EA his tenure there, as well as um, Unity. He's a bit Ooh. at Unity, especially what's oh. been going on with That's Unity and the developers. And I need to end, from what I was told, nothing's off the table, so he's ready yeah. to talk. So it's going to be interested with that. And, um, yeah, looking forward to to really talk to him and he just he has so much knowledge about the gaming industry it's always good to just be a sponge and listen to him and also about what's going on now with these leaks right and and and, and his feelings because yeah. it'll be interesting to get his perspective on everything that kind of came out and stuff like that so yeah that'll be this sunday he will be back in the realm and very proud because he's definitely one of my kind of gaming heroes and i never thought i'd get a chance to, to interview him so i'm super proud to to talk to him
1: yeah that's awesome yeah, definitely check out ILP. Of course, go check out just IGN and Travis. Only Travis's stuff, though. That's the stuff. The only only gonna yeah, only Travis. I don't even listen to anybody
0: else. So
2: uh, the Actually, I was on your your channel this week. Coggins. Yes. So
0: shout that out. Yes, shout out to Attic. you We just made that for free viewers. Great discussion about the review process, everything that's been going on, and um the feedback's been great. The feedback's been great because you get the insight of the process. And I, I think... People need to to hear that and to hear the other side as opposed to slinging arrows and not knowing what's going on. So that was super dope. I love that Attic did that. That's big for him because I know how strongly he was on the other side initially, but to hear him. Yeah. Kinda, I, frankly, yeah. I was hoping he would come
2: at me harder because I was ready to bitch yeah, someone. You're... But that podcast didn't go that way. I was very civil and unfortunately- Unfortunately. Everybody's, been, everybody's been backing down dude i went on risk it's podcast ready to yeah. tell all of them to just to, to eat dirt and uh none of none of them wanted to challenge me when i got there i think i just i there's something about me showing up where they're all surprised and nobody wants to actually what it
0: is to. you you love the debate so it, it's yeah fun. no i yeah, that's yeah. the thing is, it,
2: especially when fight. it
0: yeah. especially
2: especially when with it's, it's with idiots who don't know what they're talking about oh, oh yeah dude i come ready to just whoop you know what i mean i was like ready and it hasn't happened everybody's just been nice so yeah. i guess damn lord Attic being a genuine dude
1: she's <laughs> the tower being ready to blow up a little more come on
0: yeah, that's true, uh, that's true. He's, he's come a long way he's come a long way what about you he was going on
1: uh yeah just kind of if i want to beat liza p this weekend i get my phone to, i get my new phone tomorrow so i'm excited oh, that that will be up? arriving yeah iphone x to iphone 15 so massive Ooh. upgrade uh nice. and then yeah kind of see an uh like circus kind of show tomorrow night so about all i got going nice. on and then yeah i'm kind of with travis just like waiting on lords of the fallen and keeping up with destiny most of mine
0: no doubt no doubt
1: well ballistic kitty thank you very much it has been an honor to have you you've been a very patient guest as i feel like we've worked yes. through some weird stuff today but you have been yeah. awesome so thank you for spending some time with us here around the campfire this evening yeah awesome <laughs> well for chat you guys have been fun uh keeping us all informed when we have our moments of uh, mental lapses you guys always catch the little bit that we need and ballista kitty thank you for being an amazing guest my co-host thank you gentlemen for sharing the campfire with me and all of you guys out there have a great one and enjoy and for this episode it has been
3: the last word. last word